Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Tax Williams. We're alive. We're back. Hooray. We can make up some really elaborate story where we've been for the last three Russia. months. Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that Wagner idea seems to be a really good concept, but I think we fucked it a little bit when the other guy turned around and went, go to Moscow. And we were like, <laughs> no, mate, we're going to go back and record the podcast now. This is getting a bit too rich in my blood. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, how have you been? You good? Not that we've been talking for the last hour or so? Yeah, I mean, we spoke before. My health is better after it turns out I'd been being poisoned by my GP's recommendation for nine months. So sure. that was good. Tell you what, having the, the, the gastroscopy, having the camera down the gullet. Yeah. Man, with someone with a terrible gag reflex, that'd be a terrible gay. I was going to... <laughs> <laughs> you made the joke before I got there. <laughs> but I, I had to be... I knew ahead of time because of the gag reflex, I'd have to be sedated, like conscious sedation. Sure. And like the, the last thing I remember, like struggling a little bit while they were trying to put some stuff down. And I heard the, the consultant go, and this is through private medical because the NHS still haven't got back to me with my appointment for my gastroscopy yet. I'm still on the waiting list. Sure, sure. Reminds me, I should probably cancel that so someone else can have my place on the waiting list. I will do that after this podcast. No worries. Um, and then I said, look, we'll put the sedation in now. Next thing I realized, I was in my room suddenly with a cheese sandwich in my hand. I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> and then when I went back for the follow-up yeah. and I can, you know, I like, my private dentist because he made fun of my previous NHS dental work and I was like I like you you're ridiculing me for something that's not my fault and I pay you a lot of money this is great right this private consultant I was like tell you what Dr. Barton I'll just name him because he's a very good doctor and now it'll work out with surgeries in there's the Dr. Barton out there <laughs> Joey football uh, Barton now a doctor one. Jesus no 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 <laughs> but um, I said to him I was like I tell you what though that sedation stuff like write that I didn't even like realize said about the cheese sandwich. Like, yeah, it's the date rape drug. Oh, good. To and know. I was like, shit. <laughs> Did you <laughs> straight, straight away went to that? Was a bit concerning. Yeah, lots of pretty nurses in that hospital. <laughs> didn't take um, long, did it? Welcome, welcome back. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I said we've been fighting in Russia. It's been very long. Um, yeah, so Harry- I attempted to like lowball it. You just went right out. <laughs> No, no filter it's fine and so you've been playing a lot of Blood Bowl which has been lovely been cool. enjoying that still shit I think I've managed to entire league season since we've been there with my vampires with an O two and what do you mean since last week's episode <laughs> oh sorry since last week's episode yeah you you're just your podcast feed just hasn't updated dear listener yep, if sure. there are any listeners left it'll be fine <laughs> but wrestling's been because <laughs> I, I think the last time we spoke we were like mm. maybe we should cover Forbidden Door which, um, yeah, because yeah, that I was a while ago. Yeah, so we've had Forbidden Door. Yeah, we've had seven, the- seventeen triple manias. Uh, yeah, indeed. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, loads of stuff going on in wrestling. It, it's less than a month till All In. I think the last time we did a podcast when we, <laughs> we spoke just got tickets. tickets. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm so excited. On the plus point, though, the same number of matches have been announced <laughs> now as well when we bought the tickets. Yeah, like you would have thought they'd got there eventually. It seems like we're getting MJF Punk at least, which will be fun. Yeah, built. Oh, I put a crossover the E and Elite. I'm very Ooh. clever of my belts. I, I like the NWO Hogan Punk. I think this kind of works for yeah, me. Yeah, it's going well. Yeah. Um, Ricky starts being the accidental tweener in this, is not. Sure. But AW programming, being good. WWE, being good. Dominic Mysterio, he's good fun. 
I, I love it. It's one of my favorite things. Can you do me a favor? Can you wrap your cable around your oh, mic stand yeah. a little bit? Yeah. Just in case it gives you some uh, cable rattle. No we're trying to avoid that worst case because we're not monitoring technically. Oh, but not it's monitoring. All good. That'll be fine. That'll be um, and I enjoyed the fact that WWE, again, em- embracing it. So I don't even saw they did like a Q&A of Rhea Ripley on there. And someone asked the question, what do you like to do most with Dominic Mysterio? And she went, do I need to answer that? And, she, and then they just bleeps out and she went, fuck. <laughs> Amazing. And did you see what- Those Do- two together, it's just perfect. And did you see the one that, the clip that about what Dominic Mysterio did? No. They said, you know, but it must be really hard, you know, with the feud of your it dad. Is really do, hard. Do, you think, do you think about it? It's like, I think about it every day. You know, my dad is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But, you know, sadly, he's part of way. R.I.P. Eddie. <laughs> that's, that's so good. That's amazing. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I'm really pumped for All In. Mm. It's going to be good. Yeah. I, I occasionally bring up the uh, the view, the photo we found from our seats, just to be like, oh, it's going to be right there. It's going to be right in front of us. I can't wait, man. I'm so I look excited. forward to spending 83 pounds on a Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. like 17 bags. 17 kidneys on a burger yeah. that will mean I'll probably have food poisoning on the drive home. Four hours trying to get out of the car park. I was shitting ourselves in my lovely car. <laughs> you know, Can't wait. I mean, in fairness, hopefully there'll be lots of stuff kicking around at the end. Hmm. And you know, if it's like the elite versus punk and FTR, we'll just leave early, hit the yeah, road exactly. early, beat okay. traffic. Yeah, exactly. All I care about is the bromance between Adam Cole and, and MJF, which has also been quite funny. Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've enjoyed that. It's been the highlight of most shows. Like the, there was that, uh, was it Collision? Yeah. Well, they had like, you know, really serious stuff. They had Samoa Joe and Punk at the end. And it was just all, they had that tag match as well, but it was just all about MJF and Adam Cole be doing funny 80s baby face spots. Double clothesline. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, although the week before, the, the two out of three falls with uh, Bullet Club Gold and FTR. Sure, incredible. Great match. And yeah. like we were, saying this, minutes, over, yeah, yeah, we were saying this awesome. over messaging yesterday. I love, Juice Robinson was basically the promos with Punk going, why do you want to send me to sleep? I'm a good boy. I've had my eight hours. <laughs> like shining up JY and the guns. Like yeah. he's one of the great utility players. Great ring gear as yeah, well. Attention to detail on all the tights. The guns entrance spitting the water now. So Never before because I thought that Austin and Colton Gun could be good, but you put them in Bullet Club sure. with a bit of guidance. Yeah. Speaking of cap guns, we've got some rockabilly on tonight's show. <laughs> Do you want to get to it? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot to go through on this one. Well, there's not. Well, ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, not part of the show necessarily. It's the outside, what happens before the show that really is the story. That's here. the thing, isn't it? So it's Raw, uh, June the 9th, 1997. Uh, this is Raw 213. Um, from Hartford, Connecticut, in the Hartford Civic Center. Uh, the attendance is just over 7,000. Uh, it was live, obviously, on the USA Network, rating of 2.2, whatever the fuck that means. And we have on commentary, Jim Ross. And not Jerry Lawler. He is accompanied by Vince McMahon. The dream team are back together again. Genuinely, it's so much fun. It's lovely having that commentary. Brilliant together. It works at this time, it's especially getting JR to find his feet. Sure. I mean, we've missed... We've met, I dare, can't believe I'm saying it. we've missed Vince yeah. over the last few shows. He really yeah. adds a dynamic in this attitude. Putting the he? personal feelings towards the human being, just, just as a commentator and a voiceover guy specifically. Yeah, when he's doing those voiceovers at the beginning of each episode or pay per views, no one, no one to this day does it better. It's amazing. No, from a talent, from a voice actor standpoint, yeah. the delivery of what he gives is fantastic. 
But also, you know, he's come back. He sold the company. He's yes. done exactly what he said he was going to do. Yeah, sure. I'm not getting involved in creative. And now he's he's had severe big spinal surgery. So get well soon, uh, Eddie. <laughs> what happened on WCW at ECW? You give me a little preemptive. It was quite good this week. Oh, so. my God. So there are two huge pivotal moments in both. And I, I normally people would go, oh, he's just taking the piss. WCW Nitro, our current champions, Hogan with the big gold belt. Dean Malenko, US champion, tag champs of the Outsiders, Steve Regal with the World TV title, six with the Cruiser belt, and uh, Akira with the women's belt. This is the best time to be a WCW fan. But we're heading into Bash at the Beach 97. So the opening promo, regards to the matches, is they announce Hogan teaming with Rodman. Nice. Sick. It doesn't even matter what the matches are. Yeah. We've got Hogan versus uh, Hogan and Rodman. I, I think this I know who the other team is. Malone and DDP. Yeah, because <laughs> we've covered it. Yeah. And it's incredible. Like, so that we're, we're, did we cover it or did I just watch it? I think you've watched it. Okay. And we right. haven't covered it yet. Yeah, sure. Yet. I'm very keen to do the more WCW, WCW Rodman run. Yeah. Oh, be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> but so we've got um, Ultimo Dragon, Super Callus, and Hoovy. Against Sikosis, La Parker, and Silver King. Oh, Silver King. Yeah, sure. Um, we've got Jericho versus Alex Wright. We've got um, women's title with uh, Kira versus um, Malia Hosaka. So basically, this is where they've got the uh, the ladies champs at the moment. Yeah. Steam McMichael versus Conan. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, no match. Because Kevin Green... <laughs> Attacks Mongo. <laughs> Fucking A. Got to penetrate from behind. You got to penetrate in the back. We're strong. We can take it, baby. But this was key to this episode because we on. haven't had this for a long time. On Nitro, TV, mm-hmm. WCW, World Heavyweight Champion Hulk Hogan yeah. versus Lex Luger. Ooh. So they had Hogan wrestling in the main of hour one. Oh, wow. Okay. Main event number two. We've gone from Zabisco and Shivani to... Heenan, yay, and Shivani. Nice. We are having Dean Malenko defending the US Championship against, spell his name, T. Sick. And no. And US Champion. the bell. Yeah. <laughs> got Amazing. the bell. He's just about to jump. Yep. <laughs> He's getting the bell. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, tag titles. Mm. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash against Roddy Piper and Ric Flair. Nice. DQ finish after three minutes. Of course, yeah. NWA run-in, probably. Yeah. Yep. And uh, then they finish with uh, WCW Presents Great American Bash on June. Nice. They don't go back to Malone. But then, over at ECW. ECW, ECW. This is the best bit. So, considering like ECW's on the Raw tonight a little bit, I wonder how this relates. If my screen loads, I think I can remember. That. Oh, there it is. So, we're back. This aired on the 10th of June. Nice. And I'm waiting to get building up the reaction. So, so I know one thing that happens on the show because it's, it's highlighted on Raw. Yeah. So, Sabu defeats Taz. I bet that was fucking amazing. Yes. But then Taz. Beat Shane Douglas to become the new ECW champion. <laughs> Paulie's booking, man. But that wasn't the main event. Yeah. In a loser leaves town match, uh-huh. Dreamer 
finally beats Raven. Nice. And that was that show. Yep. Right, sure. Was there not the Lawler stuff on this as well? Correct. <laughs> Lawler was it. on ECW. But again, like the unless you go back and watch hardcore TV, there's very little bit. He's yeah, here to promote the pay-per-view, to be a dick, kick around with stuff, because that plays into some of the stuff we see on this episode of Monday Night Raw. But basically, Lawler's starting to... We've seen him with RVD. Yeah. We can't have him. He used to be called Mr. Monday Night Rob Van Dam. Uh, yeah, I saw that clip. So that's yeah. funny. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but we've also uh, skipped the whole ECW invasion angle, which kind of led to all this yeah. as well. So yeah, it's all relevant, basically. So uh, we've skipped ahead a couple of weeks and nothing much has really happened apart from a potential Brett Sean build to King of the Ring. Yeah. Uh, the idea was that, you know, when Brett was talking about how he's going to have like, you know, he could beat Sean in 10 minutes at King of the Ring with a bum knee. And then, and then Sean comes out and is like, we're going to have each of the Heart Foundation members nailed to the ring posts or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like really silly kind of builds. Yeah. So Brett goes... Nah, actually, I'm a bit sore. I'm not going to do that. And so, King of the Ring, we end up getting Sean and Austin. Yep. Which is like okay, because they were, they're the tag champs at this moment in time as well, aren't they? I know. Uh, is Sean the other tag champ? I've lost track. Of yeah, them, Austin. Austin okay. Because they had the uh, the end of the last episode we did. Yeah, they beat Bulldog and they Bulldog Owen, and Owen, right? Yeah, yeah. sure. Oh, it's been a while. I don't really. remember I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I watched this episode. I think on the 17th of May. <laughs> okay, I rewatched it last night. Oh, okay. So. It's fresh in my head. Don't worry. I'll get bits and bobs. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, so blah, 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 blah. Brett basically claims that his knee was still sore. And apparently he had legitimate surgery. So, you know, he was in the wheelchair and yeah. shit. Apparently that was like, you know, he that took, actually took time off to get his knees fixed. Because well. Owen kicked his leg out from under his leg. He did kick his leg out from under his leg. You are absolutely correct. But, but it makes a nice change for someone to actually have a legitimate surgery on their knee. Hmm. Well... Sean may debate some of this as we get into mm. that later on. So, uh, yeah, the gimmick was meant to be that if Brett doesn't beat Sean in 10 minutes, he will never wrestle in the Americas again. Yeah. Which just doesn't happen. Because we're trying to set up for Canadian Stampede. Exactly. There's a lot of that build mm. at King of the Ring. Uh, so I watched some of it just to kind of get an idea for what was going on. Uh, we should have watched King of the Ring. It looked fucking brilliant. <laughs> so headbangers over the New Age Outlaws. And you're like, hang on a sec, what? Because they were kind of teasing that, but then they're, they're not the New Age Outlaws on this episode of Raw. It's just Rockabilly again. Yeah. You're like, huh? What? Very strange booking. Uh, Triple H over Ahmed in a King of the Ring match. Hang uh, on, wasn't Ahmed supposed to be racing with WWE title because The Undertaker's not a racist? Well, yeah, there is that. Uh, Fruk and all that sort of stuff. And like, you know. By the way, uh, Undertaker, not on this episode of Raw. Doesn't need to be. He Well, why would he need to be booked for what they had originally <sighs> planned? He was doing the whole, I'm not a racist, I'm not white, I'm not black, I'm just a dead man, Undertaker, do 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 do. I'm kind of pale, <laughs> but I wear black clothes. I'm everything you want me to be. <laughs> Fucking weird. Do you remember this weird promo? Because oh, then that's when they ran out of time, because that was the end, wasn't it? Uh, that was the other, that was Brett. Oh, okay. Short. Oh, what is that? No, because I think it cut off, because this was where Paul Bearer got cut off, because it's like, I've yeah. got a secret. Did I... I finally found out the WCW thing. Oh, they really? cut it off. You know, we talked about yeah. this for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, I, I don't know if you, lovely listener, if you haven't caught this, on commentary for the past 14 episodes we've done, <laughs> uh, someone on commentary has been going, Yeah, we give you everything. We don't cut off the end of the episode like the other place. Like, with the, the fact that I didn't remember The Undertaker got cut off, the fact that uh, who else got cut off before it was Brett, Brett. Moran Long. They did it earlier in the series as well. I can't remember who it was. 
But yeah, was it, it, just, Brett? it was yeah. Mankind. Mankind, yeah, because yeah. he was doing the whole Taker thing, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Fuck. Okay, so what happened is uh, Bash at the Beach 96. Yeah. Was that the, the heel turn to the NWO, right? And so they go to, I think it's, I think it's Bash at the Beach 97. So maybe I've got this wrong. Because we're in 97 now. Yeah. And that's what we're building to because it's Hogan, Rodman against Malone, DDP in the yeah. main for Bash at the Beach in 97. It's, it can't be that because I just watched that. So it would have been 96. Whatever. A pay-per-view between yeah. 96 and 1997. Fuck, I, I had it the other day. <laughs> I was going to remember. I completely forgot. Sorry. Uh, so I was, I was watching uh, OSW Review. Yeah. Really funny wrestling podcast. And yeah, we talked about it before. And everything. Yeah. Uh, and basically what happened is that WCW went, right, what we're going to do is instead of doing three hours pay-per-view, we're going to do three and a half hours pay-per-view. But Bischoff didn't tell the cable providers. <laughs> <laughs> so they went three hours. Hogan comes out. <laughs> pay-per-view ends. Literally, the half an hour cut off the pay-per-view. And they had to show it the next night on Nitro. It was the main event. I think Amazing. it was Goldberg and Hogan or someone like that, or like Warrior and Hogan. It was like some really big bullshit match. But yeah, that shirt looks <laughs> like on the pay-per-view. Oh, brilliant. Nitro, sorry. Yeah. And this is why TK does seven-hour pay-per-views to make yeah. sure this never happens. <laughs> Just cram it all in no matter what. To be fair, those shows, those pay-per-views are way too long. What, AEW ones? Yeah. Do you think, though, when we're at Wembley, it's going to matter if it's four hours? Oh, no, absolutely. As long the as it's going to be mental. As long no as it starts at a reasonable hour. Yeah. Did I pitch you uh, my uh, opening match? Oh, no. Go on. Um, I, I had this idea. I have you pitched the whole card? I have pitched the whole card. Oh, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Um, I've got to find it, though. I'm Colliders versus Kaboomers. Oh, Collision versus Dynamite. I may not have put it on my phone. It might be on my thing because this is a new phone. Uh, Who might show off? Altdorf, Middenheim. That's not it. Okay, <laughs> 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 minis in that. Um, yeah, it's an iPhone 14, don't you know? Uh, so I bought it. I, I bought it three, four days before inflation kicked in in O2. So yes. I got like 300 quid off of it. And nice. I was like, it actually makes the same sense to buy this than it would be buy a cheap one. It's almost the same price. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not mad. So, um, don't drop it then. Yeah. So the, the opening match, okay, okay. I'm like, let's just go mental, right? So scramble. Nice. Okay. Vikingo. Fucking hell. Phoenix, Commander, Dante, Puck, Cassidy. Dante's injured, so you have to put Darius in instead. It'll be fine. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be back in time. Oh, we're about to undertake at this and say they're all the same to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, just get as many high spot lucha guys as possible and just send them out there to go have fun. Well, in that case, you have to bring in the great, I mean, fair play to TK who loves a joke. Yeah. Bring gravity out to do it as well, then. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah. was so funny. The, <laughs> the park gravity Pat thing. Going, hey, why no, don't you remember me? Like 2% of people watching the show got it. You know what I mean? I appreciate it. But it was us. I, I appreciated you know? yeah, it sure. so much. Uh, just to run down the rest of the card, I would like to see uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Shibata. Yeah. Uh, Sting Jericho. Yeah. But like, it, it's a better use. That's what we were trying to build to, wasn't it? Exactly. That's where I thought we were going. Uh, Baker Hater was something I still think yeah. we could do. Probably not going to happen now by the sound I of it. I love the fact that so far, anyone listening who's like miscoached, they've gone, he talked about a Chibata. Now there's a Baker Hater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a Chibata bagging samosas, you know? Ah, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Samosa Joe. <laughs> Uh, FTR and Punk versus Hangman and the Bucks. I don't know why they're not doing that. They should be, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Mox Kingston. Seemed like an obvious one, yep. but still doesn't seem like it's happening. Uh, and then my main event would have been Osprey Omega MJF. 
Ooh. But I don't think that's happening anymore. No. Yeah. Our main event's going to be Cole versus MJF, isn't it? Probably, yes. Which I'm all right with. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be the main event. I think they are going to give us which, Osprey banger which, in the main. Which is wrong. Yeah. Sure. But then we're following the Brett Bulldog idea. The IC belt's in the main. Yeah. I think I think it has to be Osprey. I think it has to be Omega. I don't know. I think it has to be the trilogy match. But the thing is, though, they're going to go Osprey Jericho. I think that's such a missed opportunity. But that's because who's in the ear? Yeah. Oh, oh, look, Orange Cassidy's really popular. I'm going to wrestle him. Yeah. It's Jericho doing his the These people are over. Oh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman's getting over. I'll do a sing along with him uh-huh. and do th- and do that. So yeah. all that's happened is, hey, TK, I think I should work with us. And I'll bring back the pain maker. So I look, basically look like Eddie Izzard yeah. as a wrestler. As soon as I started to hear it, I was like, immediately, this was my thought process. It's like, fuck, he's just going to take Osprey's heat and give it to himself. And just like, yeah. why? Just, like, I love Jericho. Jericho, but Jericho like, would have on, gone, dude. Osprey's got to be the face. Yeah. And if I, and it will really help boost me to be with, uh, because I'll be with Don Callis and then Osprey and, and Omega can find some newfound respect and tag against him and Takeshka. Yeah. I just, with no, oh, fuck. It is a bit weird, the whole build situation, the card we're getting. Well, it's but not it, the card again, I would have liked to have set up, but like, you know, it's, it's going to be so much fun. The I suspect though, we are a little bit hindered by All Out. Yeah, sure. So I think that's where we're going to get the main stuff because really, you've got an 8 million gate without selling out and everyone will love it anyway. Yeah. But what I think fans will shit on is if they do an unboxing sure, and don't announce any matches yeah. before time. Here's the other thing. What's happened to Ibushi? I think people watched Ibushi's little outing and went, uh, is it really what we want? Yeah, sure. Because they didn't showcase him. They didn't showcase his entrance. They didn't showcase him brilliantly in the ring. It was really strange. I like the way how everyone sold his punches. That made yeah. him look like a monster killer type thing. But the match was just like not the way to showcase Ibushi. No. He didn't, uh, this sounds rich coming from me, not in the best shape Ibushi either, to be totally honest. Like, you know? No. I... Ring rust, definitely. I know he'd worked yeah. he'd worked GCW the weekend before. I believe he did, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, to me, that wasn't a bushi that I know. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are very excited going, it's gonna be Kozu Ibushi. Even how they announced him with like a maker with his head in a chair. Watch the videotape. Yeah, sure. That's it's it's just the it's, handling of it. It seemed to me like TK went, I'll do this for you, Kenny, because we need a fifth now because everyone's hurt. And I think a dragon knot got hurt. Yeah. That then led to having to go pack Cesaro. Sorry, Claudio. Uh, right. Welcome to La Femme Nikita, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> ah, La Femme Nikita. Get that spotted. Uh, so last night was King of the Ring. We're now into Raw. Uh, headbangers over the Outlaws. Triple H over Ahmed. Mankind over Lawler. All in the tournament. Now, you mentioned this. One of the things that, because obviously King of the Ring, and they show the highlights at the beginning. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get to it. What really bothered me about this, if you're trying to sell an encore of your show, uh-huh. is to give away the results in such detail to so then go, pay so many bucks and <laughs> come and watch what we've just told you about. Yeah, even with little clips and like highlights and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah not the smartest move. Uh, gold dust over Crush in a non- Match. Thing. Yeah, in a non-match, she cares. Uh, Crush comes into this story quite a lot later. I don't know if you picked up on this, mm. but we'll get to it. Uh, Owen, Anvil, and Bulldog over Sid and the LOD. Somehow, I was like, how did they... Who took the pinfall? <laughs> okay, so I watched it. Uh, Hoss, lots of chin locks. Uh, Sid has Bulldog beat. 
because obviously he has to get his heat. Mm. Then Owen, top rope sunset flip, pins Sid clean for the one, two, three. And you're like, Sid is out of this company (laughs) in days. I swear to God. But but in fairness, it's a case of uh, LOD. Are you? Nope. No, no. So Sid, yeah, our former world heavyweight champion, you're going to take a clean pin from Owen, right? What I love is a car to put in an LOD. <laughs> <laughs> ain't doing shit. Fucking like A. Uh, Triple H over Foley to win King of the Ring, as we all kind of know. Yep. He beats up Foley afterwards with the crown wow. and such. Yeah, the promo on this episode, though, was great. Yeah, fucking A. Yeah. Again, Foley just oh, mm. so good. Uh, Brett in ring promo also, which is missed in a lot of the reports. Yeah. He mocks Sean, praises Retribution, Hang on a minute. What's me and him doing? Where's Mustafa Ali? Uh, promises retribution, I should say, rather than praises. There we go. I can read my notes. Shut up. Uh, puts over the foundation, blah, 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 blah. Then Brett says, I would allow these men to pump their blood with my heart. Uh, cuts to a kid in the crowd doing a wanking off motion. <laughs> 1997. Fucking brilliant. Because he's pumping his Exactly. Yeah. It's amazing how like a teenager's brain works, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, I love it. But then again, I love how a producer goes, "Get that shot." <laughs> <laughs> Don't take that off the network. But, but almost as bad as a producer during the uh, oh, Britt Baker being entire Valkyrie in a really, really not so great match. Cut to the sign in the crowd saying, "Book the women's division better." Fucking a, yeah. And so, uh, like TK goes, "Get that shot in." Yeah, make sure you get that. It's not my fault, you know. Of course idiot uh brett goes on to set out an open five versus five challenge for canadian stampede in Yay! calgary so the foundation need five people to wrestle like okay blah 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 so sean versus austin went to a double disqualification ref bump false finishes each lad lands their finisher on a ref out of frustration for the other uh which hence uh the baby l comes out and disqualifies yeah. both of them taker also over farouk anon uh, how many cues in that yeah we should have watched the show it looked fucking hilarious but yeah there's not much Sean Brett there so no and and, and this thing like going into this episode I know you'd mentioned like the hair the, the, the stuff that we're going to talk about yeah. shortly so but I'd forgotten that on. so I'd watched the whole episode and I was like other than one mention Brett Sean <laughs> exactly, other than one mention nearer the end yeah. well they alluded to what had happened uh-huh. I was like oh I remember why I'm watching this episode now okay so we now have the option do we go through Raw until it's mentioned and we talk about it? Or do you just want to talk about it? Go through Raw because then when we get to near the end of the show when they mention okay. what happened, then we can finish Raw and cut to the good shit. We're going to make these list cunts listen to the whole podcast just to get to the bit that's addressing. <laughs> this is how podcasting works. Exactly. But before, Give us your money! <laughs> but on that subject... I've got a bid for lots of stuff at a Threadball auction. So visit Amazon.co.uk, search, or visit WorldWrestlingPodcast.com, buy our merch, <laughs> buy our WCW Vagina logo. Fucking eight. T-shirt. And just to clarify, with our merch now, you can't just search World of Wrestling Podcast on Amazon. You have to search in the clothes section because Amazon's so vast now that if you search anything wrestling, it just doesn't come up anymore. If only, not to try and get cheap off my day job, but if only we had something like e-invoicing available. <laughs> if only Thanks. there would be a government mandation of e oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So we're straight into the show. The sirens go off. People run out of a warehouse. Triple H cosplayers, Sean Michael. Fire, the ring is on fire. Ahmed kicks a bin. Um, too much time and not enough scotch. Well, I got my dong in your eye. The best thing ever. Best. It's got to go on a t-shirt at some point. I think we can uh, convince Will to paint like Ahmed kicking a bin. Because that's what I want on the t-shirt. And then the words. You know? I'm sure he's open to commissions. <laughs> how, do, how do you draw Ahmed? Just red knee pads? Because, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
I, I listened to our last week podcast. I referred to Ahmed as a box of chocolates like with last week. <laughs> and I regret <laughs> it immensely, but it was very funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, just a box of chocolates kicking up. No, I can't say that. Carry on. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but what you, the, I just, dear listeners, just point out there. Yeah. It's just, it's not like a box of quality street. Where there's Let's lots of variety. Let's just quit a hair while we're ahead, please. Could you refer to Armand Johnson as a bland wrestler? Uh, no, a lovely box of chocolates. A lovely he's, bland he's wrestler. similar to them because she's lovely. Because the ladies love milk tray? But they blow the budget on pyro. It's Monday Night Raw and Vince welcomes us to the show. Hour one. <laughs> Hour one because we're copying Nitro now. You're looking at the most enthusiastic group of fans known to man. Oh you'll shit, f- we've shown Nitro. <laughs> you'll find them only in the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> <laughs> They're here to scream. They're here to shout. We've got no storylines. They bought their signs. They bought their grandmothers. Yes, indeed. They are ready for action tonight. I'm like, even the grandmothers. I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's an interesting one. He's not putting over the story at all in the intro. He's that's, just that's because evidently they've had to go. Shit, our story for the show is gone. Yeah, sure. That's what we'll get to shortly because we are indeed missing Sean and Brett for this entire show. Yeah, and we'll get to the why later. More teasing. We're cards. Hello. <laughs> but we start with a WrestleMania 13 rematch. Hell yeah! Because brother. that mania was good. <gasps> so oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry weirdest coincidence moment so i'm watching the beginning of this episode of raw right this this i have to do this chronologically because my brain doesn't work otherwise uh there's a guy in the front row holding a Pee Wee herman doll in the front row and literally 10 minutes later i get bored of one of the matches and look on my twitter and the guy who played Pee Wee herman uh what's his name uh paul rubens literally died yeah like literally 10 minutes after I'm making notes about a Pee Wee Herman doll in the crowd. I was just like, this is weird. I don't like it. It's a voodoo doll. So is it my fault? Hmm? Is it my fault? All right, Snitsky. <laughs> it's not my fault. Uh, we had another one of these the other day. What was it? Uh, Andy Datsun. He's not dead. No, no. Andy Datsun <laughs> buried someone. Oh, oh uh, can I say it? Hmm. Yeah, go on. Why not? Andy Datsun, my mind. I don't think I can say it. No, I really can't. Um, Go and ask Andy Datsun on Twitter who <laughs> figuratively buried. Yeah, it's it's about... Okay, I'll give you the context. Okay. So have you ever heard the question of like, if there was a snail in the world like chasing you and it was going to kill you, who would be that snail? So oh. the least likely person to be able to get to you. So they, they would have to move like a snail and stuff. My dad, because he's dead. There you go. That's a, that's a horrific answer. But like, you know, an answer. Logical answer. If I had to pick someone to come and get me. Okay. Not as bad as Andy's answer. Okay. Oh. And then, yeah, that thing happened with Pee Wee happened to. Oh. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago? Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, what a rush. Warriors pop. I'm just moving on. <laughs> and they're not alone. Who joins the Road Warriors, Mr. Tax Williams? Well, I said, if you listen to our episode in um, in the archive, worldwrestlingpodcast.com, you would have identified that they were joined by everyone's favorite. He's big. He's strong. He doesn't <laughs> like a box very of chocolates. Long. <laughs> Sorry. Some big dick energy here. It's Ahmed Dick Johnson. He's Road Warrior Ahmed Big Dick Johnson. <laughs> exactly. He's a spiky boy. Like it, eh? Uh, it's nice to be back, isn't it? 
(laughs) Why did you disappear for three months? The comments you made in the last podcast. We had to go away for a little bit. Top Russia. Uh, Black and red pads with silver spikes for the Warriors. LOD 2000 incoming. I quite liked it. Yeah. I don't know. It's like when they just have the red things with the black spikes or whatever. I'm like, yeah, it's not quite the old school black and silver. No, I'm a road warrior purist, me. Okay. And their opponents. We are the nation of bum rush your mother. <laughs> it's six man tag team match. Oh, PG thirteen. <laughs> R.I.P. They will live forever in my boy stable. Don't Andy worry. Andy Datsun so killed them. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He's gonna love that we talked about it on this podcast. I hope he does. Yeah. Uh, for a man I've never met before. Nice to meet Andy. Oh, Andy's the best. I love Andy. I've enjoyed. I enjoyed you occasionally doing the rest of talk news. Yeah, sure. But then basically based on your ability to kill people, evidently you're not allowed anymore. Yeah, pretty much, man. I, I, was, I explained to you a few times, like, it's like, I put it out on the pod as well. Uh, Andy's one of those people that like you put him in a conversation and suddenly it becomes interesting because yeah. he'll say that uh, something he doesn't realize is fucked up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that just makes it so much more fun. I love it so much. He's the best. I, I sit right next to Andy in the office and it just makes my life so much more fun. Yeah, it's great. Every time I turn around, he's watching some sort of sport. Like, I wondered where that working. was going. <laughs> Every time I go there, it's a different type of offensive illegal pornography. <laughs> one time it was donkeys, well. one time it was leprechauns with angels, all the good shit. This is the thing about Andy, I would not be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. He's the best. He's the best. Yeah, he really he is. loves donkey porn. He's the best. <laughs> but for legal reasons, Andy does not love donkey porn. Allegedly. Sure. If you could hear that squeak, that was my nose. It's great fun. Anyway, uh, so six-man tag team match. Ahmed Johnson. Uh, sorry, Road Warrior. I'm going to make it War- a six-man tag team match. <laughs> Road Warrior, Big Dick Johnson, I can say it. And the Legion of Doom, a Road Warrior animal. Road I Warrior. love Jonathan Roster. It's Road Warrior. Shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> Versus the Nation of Domination, Crush Farouk and Savio Vega. Or is it Tax oh, Williams? Wow. Because Savio Vega doesn't lift the black power fist i'm like well he's not someone sent him a text mate someone sent him a text mate and went, do you realize what you're doing and then it was like well i was only doing because pg-13 would why would pg-13 crush isn't either yeah so that's all right right yeah sure but crush still he's an ally it's fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's like the LWO t-shirt conversation we we're having last week. Yeah, oh man. I'm going to keep saying last week just to kind of... Continuity. Yeah, exactly. If you've fallen asleep, you've suddenly gone, oh, look, these guys. <laughs> <laughs> so the nation are teasing dissension, right? Yeah. No build to this dissension whatsoever. It's completely out of the blue. No, as far because as they, just beat, they just beat the shit out of... No, we had something last week. Because remember when uh, Doc Hendricks tried to go into the, the locker room and Crush and Savio kicked him out? because they were angry about something. I don't remember last week's podcast for some reason. I wonder why. <laughs> I listened to it on the way here. <laughs> Did they really? They started teasing dissension. Okay. So right. they already have, and that, you know, they booted out PG-13. Then. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, you are right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Oh, that's a shame. Oh well, where it goes is better, to be honest. Much better. Okay, glad we agree on that. Because I wonder, because this, this Nation of Domination has been a lot of fun. It's kind of been a highlight of the pod. Probably. But we get the better... Yeah, stuff. like legitimately bad, not yeah. funny, bad, better. No, because this was hilarious. Doing this run, I don't think we do. We don't get the uh, the DX. That's ninety eight, isn't it? Uh, I think that's later on. Yeah. yeah, we can cover it at some point just for the fun. I <laughs> think we should shy away from that one. 
just in why? case. Why would we show it? <coughs> We've done I'll such a good job of covering the nation of domination on this run. I always remember the concept of when uh, Xbox dressed as Mark Henry mm. and he goes, my pecs go from here all the way around to back here. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I'm going to die on this part if you keep making me laugh. It's really funny. Uh, please don't stop, though. Uh, the LOD are in the ring, so the crowd is chanting LOD. Uh, Cross still has a TNA. No, no, you're wrong. They're chanting NOD for Nation of Domination. <laughs> if only they were. Uh, Crush still has a TNA Samoa Joe dick drawing on his face. Uh, it's, oh, what has happened Do you to think, if we, if we like callbacks, and mm. again, we will get through this shitty roar because it's so bad, this is why we're having the jokes sure. about it. I'll Do you think, sentence. because it's going to be an outdoor venue, a roofless venue, it pissed down rain. Do you think Joe's going to wear a poncho because that's where it's raining just to, <laughs> just to so pop me? good. Yeah, fucking A. Best WrestleMania beginning ever, buddy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've, sure. we've, we've been waiting for an entire year to have fans back. It's now raining. We've had to delay. Yeah. Here's Joe getting rained on in a poncho. Oh, Florida. What a place. It's great, isn't it? Uh, there, there is... No doubt in my mind, we're going to turn up to All In. It's going to have torrential rain. 100%. Yeah, it's going to piss down rain and it's going to be really miserable. With how this summer's been? Yeah, it's fucking guaranteed, isn't it? Although, but in like, fairness, we'll make a great time out of it. Based you know? on like 80,000 wrestling fans, I'd much rather mm. be pissing down with rain rather than blazing heat with all the sweat box that would yeah. come in in an open <laughs> stadium. <laughs> Jesus. Do we talk about cruises again? <laughs> Do this conversation? Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <coughs> I was thinking about um, you know um, like Glastonbury when it rained or like American festivals like yeah. Woodstock when it rained in like 94 and there was just like mud caking the stage and stuff let's just do that let's just turn Wembley into one giant mud pit it'd be great fun there's a great video I say a great video this I don't know how I saw this because it makes a lot of I'm saying weird shit yeah. there's a video of download and they're doing like belly dives through all of the water. Sorry, yeah. all of the mudslide. Sure. And they followed this big guy who was barely sliding. He went so far near some bins where there was a lady having a wee and she had a wee on his head as he stood <laughs> underneath her. Amazing. And I looked at the other stuff I was looking for underwater sports and had a lovely time. Water <laughs> <laughs> sports. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Got to learn to swim somehow. <laughs> no, poor worms. I swear I can. <laughs> uh, there's nice tension pop for Farouk and Ahmed both tagging into the match. Yeah. And you've got to remember this dissension here where like Farouk gets beat up. So but he's the only person that sells in this match, by the way. Of course he is. <laughs> Look who else is in the match. Puerto Rican legend Savio Vega, dick face crush. Yeah. Like LOD beat the shit out of those two lads and they do not sell a single fucking move. Yeah. Because we've got to prove we're tough. I started to do a counter of people not selling moves. And I was like, it just got too much. It was like, it was difficult to keep <laughs> yeah. track of. And then Farouk got in and started selling. And I was like, oh, I've kind of ruined the gimmick now. So, yeah. you know, it's too good. Bloody professional. Yeah, bastard. Uh, Farouk gets BR, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then he goes to tag Savio at, or, and or Crush. But they both kind of turn their back to him mm. because they are distracted by some dickhead on the outside fucking Clarence Mason's back at it again. Way! He's, he's, he was the star of our show for like, what, three, four weeks? He was on everything, doing literally nothing. And then nothing. Yeah. And now he's here fucking with Farouk. Because, you know, he got rid of PG-13, the proper boys from the Bay. Fucking A, yeah. Uh, he doesn't care about race issues or having a funky good time at all. What a prick. Power of a plunge. Faruqi Q gets wrecked by Ahmed for the one, two, three. Uh, the winners are Le Legion Doom and Road Warrior Johnson. <laughs> Road Warrior Johnson still pops me. It's a great name. But that power of a plunge, he wasn't safe or no. protecting Farouk at all. He's no. hurty boy. Yes. 
Are you surprised? No, not at all. Good stuff. Who's more hurty? Uh, Farouk, Scott Steiner, or Willow Nightingale? <laughs> Willow Nightingale, definitely. Poor Anna JAS. She's, she's been better recently, but like, it's just bad yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah it's all good. Oh, I hate women's wrestling. <laughs> no, we love women's wrestling. What we don't like is people killing their opponent, missing a table. Fucking A. Yeah. It, it's and not again, the first time either. She dubbed a whole bunch of people on their heads and stuff. Then we watched that company. We can't. Oh, Shikara. We watched the Shikara show where yeah. she dropped some girl on the head as well. Yeah. yeah. And just as a quick aside, before people go, <laughs> from a wrestling standpoint, let me tell you, even without wearing my glasses, if I've got someone up and go, there's a table there, yeah. I know physics. Sure. This is how I land safely through a table. Did you watch um, Dark Side of the Ring with Batman Bigelow? No. There's one thing in it that really made me go like, he's the best. So Bam Bam, you know the spot with Taz and his back? Yeah, through the ring. And the green. Do you know about the tape on the rope? No. So Bam Bam put a bit of white tape on the rope so we would know where to fall back so Taz wouldn't hit his head. That's a fucking professional. Genius. Yeah. Absolutely what genius. a god, man. Just the best. Bam Bam, the most underrated wrestler of all time. On the other side of it, have you watched The Dark Side of the Ring with Doink the Clown? Yes. Mate. Fuck me. He Matt knew Matt Bourne. Bourne was such a dick. <laughs> like, yeah. Just going and punching that guy in the in the bar. Yeah, fucking A. Yeah, it's surreal. But it we, did he was such a great wrestler, but like the human being seems like a massive piece of shit. But it did lead to a a point that one of the old MCs from SEPW raised on online the other day. Mm. Like someone was SC? SEPW? Southeast Professional Wrestling? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Like oh, you said oh, oh, sorry, Dan Wright. Oh right, right, when cool. he was doing MC, sorry. Oh right, yeah. That's where I got lost. Carry on. And he raised the question like, is a wrestler not being able to gimmick, get a gimmick over the fault of the promoter or the wrestler? As depends. It's 50-50 well, at times, you know. I, I, I think it's... It's, just, it's mostly the wrestler's responsibility. 100%. Yeah. Because you look at Duke the Dump to Drose yeah. and a clown. Yeah. Who invested most more in their gimmick? Matt Bourne went all in on Doink the Clown and became hugely over yeah obviously duke had a tricky one as a dumpster man i think i could have got that over but <laughs> think of this way e- easy sell get over being an angry grumpy accountant with a briefcase very yeah. easy can you get over a man a fat man in gold pants with an orange headdress <laughs> yeah got over sure because believed in the character yeah yeah absolutely. the reason why will power got over because he believed in the character mm. however if I was given a meathead type character, it would never work because I don't believe in that. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to put my mindset in and going, I wouldn't be able to get over the character of being from a maggot pit. Yeah, that's that split personality, um, split responsibility thing. Whereas um, Matt Terry, I could get the concept of I need a haircut. Good. <laughs> I, I buried it with the last podcast. So I can't do this either. Like, I barely know the kid. Um, I hear, I hear Maraxi out of nowhere. He's returned to the ring. Who oh, would have thought about good it? Good to know. I just clarify, Clarence and Dilo help Farouk to the back because they're the only ones who care anymore. Uh, Vincent J. After the camera, we've got tonight we've got Austin versus Pillman. Ooh. Sid versus Owen. Rematch. Goldust versus Bulldog. What a fucking card. This is about as good as New Gen gets, really. It's a real shame. <laughs> They rang the bell. Yeah, fucking A. It's like, on paper, this is an amazing roar. But even when I saw, like, Sid Owen. <laughs> on paper. Sid Owen, you know, the former EastEnders actress, Sid Owen. Sid Owen, yeah, sure. Um, Sid Owen, and when he wrestled Sid and Owen. Yeah. I thought, 
hang on a minute, but Sid put Owen over on last night's show. Mm. So this is clearly he's getting his win back. Sure. And then it's like, hang on a minute. Where's Brett? Where's, where's Sean? Sean? Where's Undertaker? <laughs> Undertaker doesn't matter. He's not, he's not a racist. <laughs> he's the world heavyweight champion. But he's not racist, though. Definitely not gay. <laughs> like, 100%. <laughs> That's a callback to last week's episode. If you're getting offended, shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> so we also get a bit of a recap of Triple H when King of the Ring teases, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. When we come back from ads, uh, Triple H goes to the ring to have a chat with Vince. Uh, little do they know about how this relationship will develop. So. Yeah. And more importantly, though, Triple H shooting. I should have had this opportunity last year that you chose to take away from me and it wasn't my fault, pretty much paraphrasing. But Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Some outsiders went to New York at some point, yeah. you know. Yeah. But isn't it amazing that, you know, we're talking, what are we, 26 years later? Yeah. That's scary. But let's not worry. Let's not dwell on that. Yeah. 26 years later, he has fathered multiple grandchildren for Absolutely. Vinnie Mac in that ring. Sure. Yeah. And almost died. Yeah. Because he spent all that time in Vinnie Mac's ring. He also took Vince's gigantic failures and turned them into gigantic successes. Carrying Cross, <laughs> Hit Row. Sure. More like, you know, Raw and Smackdown. <laughs> Whatever. I still can't stand the LEDs. Uh, Triple H um, sets out an open challenge and we get a knock, 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 knock on the promo yes. on the Titantron, which is Foley volunteering for the match versus Triple H uh, from the Titantron. He talks about three faces of Foley and then for the first time ever on this, I think, mm. China grabs the mic and goes, do I do it? <laughs> uh, come down here and kush my ash. <laughs> sorry. Come I'm so down sorry. here and kush my ash. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, she's got a hell of a lisp at this point in her career. However, I think that works in her favor. For, for like heel heat, definitely. Sure. Uh, Foley's response just is the best thing ever. It's your lucky day because I'm a good kisser. <laughs> so perfect. I love Foley. Foley in this time on the microphone is top draw. Yeah. Probably better than anyone else on the show. Uh, in terms of like generating a story, absolutely. And the good it's, kisser thread still coming through from the, uh, yeah. the earlier videos as it's well. It's the consistency of yeah. the character which blows me away. The JR interview stuff where he attacked him. Yeah, absolutely. That's on this show, yeah. so we'll get to it. Um, who's uh, Babyface here? Because Foley's technically a heel. No. No, he's a face now. Mm. Triple H is bad. Is he, though? Triple H is very bad. Yeah. Bad it's, boy. It's strange booking. We don't have Brett or Short on the show. It's, <laughs> it's all gone to something. shit. <laughs> yeah, sure. These two together, though, Foley and Triple H. Yeah, I could watch it all day. I mean, Royal Rumble 2000 on yeah. Channel 4. 100%. That every, everything, like from the beginnings with Sean and uh, Taker and Foley coming and doing their stuff, and then like the Intercontinental stuff with Triple H and Foley. Uh, they have a cage match at some point as well. Yeah. Big Blue. Yeah. There's a really famous photo from that as well, which I have stored. It's amazing, though, with, on the subject of gimmicks. Right back, sorry. <laughs> we'll carry on. <laughs> Water sports, well. Yeah, exactly. On the, um, on the subject of gimmicks... Like no one else could have made that. I want to take the cage water sports thing further. <laughs> cage just Triple H is like pissing off the top of the cage, going, I love it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Stephanie, mouth wide open. I love it. I interrupted you. I, I don't know why she's suddenly from like the Baltics. Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like the Mankind character. Yeah. That again is a 
a sign of a man who wears a mask and like a that sweats and a, a suit should not get over. But because Mick Foley invested so much in it, yeah. imagine if they'd gone, "Hey, Savio, <laughs> would you mind?" See, Undertaker had this mask, and then the Sultan had this mask. Sure, this is your music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work. Uh, Triple H smashes the crown over Foley. Mankind crowns himself with the broken crown because yeah. he comes out to and yeah, blah blah blah. Really, really fun little segment. Uh, let's go backstage. It's Sunny. What's she advertising? Do you remember? Was this the Super Soaker? Nah, that was, oh, last, that was last week. week. This is just the Royal War T-shirt. Oh well, there's. Mm. I'm going to go out on a limb. And I think that might have been shrunk in the wash. Oh, yes, indeed. So there's a really interesting... Um, uh, is the word I'm looking for dichotomy? That's uh, relevance against each other, isn't it? Yeah, dichotomy? Not sure, to be honest. No, it doesn't matter. There's a really interesting relevant point to this <laughs> segment, right? Because it's like, it's Sunny selling a t-shirt by being a whore. Like, you know, like, great, yeah. 97, whatever. I know you is. want me. Exactly. And she's backstage and she says the lines that she has to say. Don't be Roar's War by yourself. Buy the Roar's War t-shirt and put it on your tits. <laughs> whatever it is, you know. I'm Tits McGee. But she's backstage uh, with a pre-tape, right? Yeah. Later in this show... Sunny's music hits. Sorry, Sable's music hits. Ah! And she comes out to sell the t-shirt yeah. in front of the live audience. And they are blatantly going, this is the girl we're going with for the future. Yeah, because of, look at all the shit you've caused backstage. Yes. And even if you, like again, Dark Side of the Ring thing again, the, the Candido one. Uh-huh. Man, that was fucked up again. Brutal. Absolutely yeah. brutal. The fact that she was fucking Davy Boy as well at this time as well. You're just yeah. like, Come on. <laughs> I believe this would be inappropriate to say, ride him cowgirl. Yeah, fucking hell. Sure. Who is it? It was uh, Beulah or what's the other girl? Was mar- not married to Tommy, but used to come out with Tommy. Uh, Kimora? No. Not Dawn Marie. Francine. Francine, sorry. Yeah. So I think it was Francine tells a story in a shoot of going backstage at ECW and searching for Sandman, opening the door and there's Joey Mercury and Sandman and, and uh, Sonny down beneath them being shared so there we go really difficult to tie bootlaces yeah absolutely she's such a good helper you know great with her hands yeah exactly so it's not just a few people yeah brutal i know you want me yeah, really nasty when you put it like that. Well, you know, she's in prison now, so it's fun. Uh, Vince and J-Hope are over the new EU championship. <laughs> well, Brexit means Brexit. Brexit means Brexit. It's wrong and stable. Bulldog wins a tournament in Germany that was apparently filmed exclusively by paparazzi who snuck into the venue using shitty handheld VHS cameras. So ECW camera crew. Pretty much. Uh, or like, you know, every Brit rest ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the finish. Do you remember the finish of this match with Bulldog and Owen? the eu belt no i don't remember this if you were to guess a finish in a heart family oh this would be a roll-up this would be a roll-up the deadliest move in wrestling the fact that they've all used it to like coincide these matches and these title changes together yeah it's a victory roll reverse back inside so they do the wrestlemania 10 finish but then bulldog goes back and gets owen yeah fucking so good now as a quick aside i am now sick of the Piper Brett finish being seen in every single wrestling promotion now from the sleeper to flip over. I still pop for it. I'm sorry. No, no, that's fine. But if it's in a main event. Yeah. Not if you're low dross level mid card on Rampage. Sure, yeah. Do not do this. No, no. Who did it the other day? Was it Darby and Punk that did, Darby just and did it? Punk did it. Yeah, I really liked that. I thought it was good. But like, you know. No, uh, not a fan. I just, it's, 
overdone. Overdone. Yeah, it is overdone. It's, I mean, again, again, great spot. Yeah. But also after being seeing it on the British Indies, so much going, let's do the Brett Piper finish. Oh, fuck me. All right. Okay. Sure, sure. I know, I know everything is recycled. Nothing's new in wrestling, but... Yeah. At least do something like RJ did and make the DDT mean something again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't do the Brett Piper. It, it's weird in that it's, it's one of those so so classic moments, but like you don't see people doing um, the Bulldog Brett ninety two thing where they're lying knocked out and Brett puts them in the sharpshooter and rolls up. You know. Yeah, but like, yeah. that's such a clever way to get to something. I imagine though, if you're a trainee wrestler now, because again, grow, growing up and like looking wrestling in the early 2000s, I was like, right, so it's Astrodera stuff I can rip off. Yeah, people will know I'm ripping that off. A lot. If of your mental finishes, go back, go back and just if you're good at wrestling, go back and with your opponent, go. We're going to do Brett Perfect from '91 SummerSlam. Fucking a. And you will blow the the roof off because yeah. it's not a long match because yeah. you're looking like, at 20 minutes gold. Got end of gold era to beginning of new gen. Yeah. Some really clever finishes in there. Go. There's a bunch of bullshit, but there's some really clever stuff. So again, that's why you go and watch tape, as they call it in the States. Speaking of clever finishes. <laughs> hey, Sonny's here. <laughs> We've got a WWF How High Are You Tonight European title match <laughs> of the British Bulldog, the current champion versus Goldust with Marlena. Goldust, he's a real man. He's not he's not weird. <laughs> He's, Mate, this is uh, I've painted some weird shit on my face. Gold dust. <laughs> it's still in gold and black, but he's just like starting to do like TNA spiky bits and stuff, yeah. like in his shitty bin bag character in TNA with the rats <laughs> shitty and stuff. Bin bag. Yeah. Relic is killer spell backwards. <laughs> Different character, but still good. <laughs> oh, was it like rain? Yeah, black, black rain. rain. Black rain. Yeah, cool. Oh, he's like John. making out of rats Wait, and what? stuff. You know, he's like, fucking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> making out of rats. We are sunny again. <laughs> I hadn't got that joke. That's really funny. Um, JR tells us that Diana won a Miss Calgary competition last night. And I'm like, and then she started dating Dodie Fired. Wait, wrong oh, Diana. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> but I would not potentially dark, but like how it ended was pretty dark. Bad finish. Well, of course. No lights <laughs> I'm in the sorry. Tunnel. <laughs> sorry. Go on. What? There were no lights in the tunnel. Of course it was dark. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <coughs> it's okay just carry on uh maybe it's because i'm a brit but this feels like the dynamic is completely wrong no it's terrible it's a, so it's a garbage match. why is gold dust the face because no he's a real man oh i know we've covered this plenty of times in the last episode and stuff but it's so stupid it they, i mean he's so clearly a, a drunk and drugged out heel but we've just had the yeah, you know, again, we've we've just had the whole concept of we've had to write a show, so we're just going to rinse repeat what we had at Mania Thirteen and just see what we can do. Sure, sure. So Bulldogs probably and same for Goldust. They've gone, lads, you're working tonight. What? Yeah, yeah. Are you, are Why? You, are you are you safe to go? <laughs> My job is I stand behind Brett and point at the crowd and go, "You people." <laughs> He's the best at it, and but, and yeah. my and my job is to prove how manly I am. Yeah, sure. Look, I've got two Marlinas. this. <laughs> My brother's going to abandon a second-rate company, quote Triple H in the Cody documentary. Mm, yeah, sure. Which I've not watched yet. I saw that clip. Okay, interesting. I look forward to watching that later, then maybe. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, so I'll check it out. Oh, there's a Cody Rhodes documentary, like Becoming the oh, Nightmare. The, yeah, sure. I do know about this, actually. Yeah. No, yeah, I saw it come up earlier. I, I left AEW for a personal reason. Because Arn Anderson tried to shoot you with a figurative gun in your head. <laughs> 
Still one of the better gimmicks they had. <laughs> what, on Anderson as a gun with Gunny? I love that occasionally he comes back and the first thing he does is just lift up his finger and the crowd go fucking mental. And then they also go, oh, we put the belt on Wardlow. Wardlow, have you not replaced your fucking passport yet? Oh, no, sorry, boss. I've got it. We've got to drop the belt to fucking Luchasaurus now. Oh, is that what happened? He's not allowed in Canada because he hasn't got a passport. Oh, fuck's sake. Where's Wardlow? Is he injured? Or is no, just, he hasn't got a passport. So they did the run of Canada right? and they're like, well, now we've had to put the belt on Chris. Sorry. Just kind of getting over. Well, they should have just gone and go, he's beat MJF. Right, strap the rocket. We've got our new big guy. Yeah, sure. Oh, he's finished with MJF. Well, right. Acclaimed? What's what's happening here? It's, it's a mess. We've, like, we've yeah. run our course. Anyway, it doesn't matter. AEW's still really good to watch wrestling-wise. But to emphasize the Goldust stuff, where I'm like, he should be Goldust and not yeah. this hetero weird thing we've got going on. Uh, there's a sign in the crowd that just says... Gold dust still gay. <laughs> <laughs> he lo- he's so happy. Yeah, he's just still gay. He's still loving the new S Club song. Yep. It's fine. It's Club. It's Club Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Gold dust gets a one, two, three off of a DDT. But Davey good. Boy, I, I said it was good finishes. Yeah. But, but Davey Boy gets his foot on the bottom rope. Ref doesn't see it and then does see it. They even play Gold Dust music, but no, the match continues. Uh, they occasionally just cut to Marlena ringside. Honestly, she just looks a bit sad and concerned. That's because her husband has had to work out of his off his tits. Yeah, like Dustin's done a great job getting clean. More power to him. Like, yeah, but better shape than me. Best shape of his life. Ninety-seven. Mm, he's not healthy, and neither is Bulldog. He enjoyed the Samosa Joes. Oh, fucking a! A Bulldog randomly pops up, front flip, <laughs> celebration. Bulldog randomly pops. <laughs> And then does a celebration. He legitimately does like a lucha, like headstand pop up and yeah. just, just goes, I'm amazing. <laughs> just like, how fucked are you right now? And I'm just a like, lucha. This is what I'm going to do. Oh, it's so funny. I'm Max Moon now. <laughs> it's literally one of those like lucha amazing spots. It's so crazy for a guy this big to be able yes, to do that. Incredible. <laughs> it's insane. And the then wasted went, potential is just bonkers. And, and then he went to the back fence was like, that flip <laughs> what flip the flip thing you did I don't remember doing a flip what are you talking about watch it back <coughs> why am I watching your back no Davey listen I'm bizarre <laughs> uh, they brought to the outside double count out for fuck's sake and Davey fucks up Goldie on the outside Davey gets uh, uh, get, go, tries to go slap Marlena but then Marlena slaps Davey Davey grabs a chair, chases Goldust around the ring a little bit. Goldust in the corner down. Malena puts herself between the two lads and Ken Shamrock, for some fucking reason, comes out for the save and fronts up the Bulldog. They do a, what I can only describe as football hooligan. Yes. Yeah. They kind of stand there jumping up and down going, come on, Ed, come on, Ed, come on, Ed. You do, do, do. It's just fucking so sad. Yeah. We ain't got a squad <laughs> left because they've all gone to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it really is. Oh, so we've got Timmy from funny. down the Queen's Head playing for us up front now we sold fucking Harry Kane so Timmy's gonna just sub in yeah what's the name of your manager again Angie <laughs> Angie Postacoglu I love it so much J- Daniel Lever was like we need a big name and yeah. he's got a lot of letters in his name I, I won't go on about it too much because it does start to become just like bullying but like how does it feel to have a team that you know we're max fix- match fixing yep but still didn't win anything. Jay-Z might buy the club. <laughs> you and the Nets, you know? We love to see He owned the Brooklyn Nets and then sold them. Yeah. yeah. And now he's going to sell Tottenham and Jay-Z's going to buy it. Yeah, sure. But on that subject, you know, 
this is what I like as a Tottenham fan. You know, you know, there John, were a few years where it looked like we were playing real football and that was yeah, horrible. Sure, yeah, yeah. Come on, Nashville. Let's fucking go, mate. <laughs> Nashville SC. Yeah. Cup, through the cup. Hanny Mukhtar and Zimmerman are good players, man. They're fucking great. I'd, I'd like them in my team. Yeah, sure. I mean, not in your current well, team. I mean, they are in my team. Sorry. Yeah, God. Not in your Premier League team because <laughs> you've got good players in your Premier League team. We don't but, talk about that. But they wouldn't come to Tottenham <laughs> because they're not good enough. <laughs> Hanny would slide straight into the number 10. 100%. Yeah, I think you could probably use Zimmerman as well, to be totally fair. In, in fairness, I'd phone Ange shortly. Yeah, sure. It's, it's, it's still like when Celtic claimed they'd signed the biggest name in football. And everyone's like, who, who is it? And that's when they signed Jan Venegor of Hesselink. Because <laughs> it's a big name. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and I was like, that, that's, that's great. And that was like in the early 2000s when they did that. If that had been on social media, <laughs> we're going to announce the biggest name signing. We don't even have enough characters in an, in an X anymore to be able to put sure. it out there. Is it one of those names you had to arch on the back of the shirt just to get it in? They just called him Venegor. All oh, right, okay. We'll just call you Dave. <laughs> you know? Imagine that. Like if you're, you're a trainee footballer, yeah. it's like, what's your, what's your name? Um, I'm Jan Venegor. Oh, okay, Mr. Venegor. No, no, no. I'm Jan Venegor. Of Hesseling. Oh, nice. <laughs> the Crown Prince has sent me. <laughs> nice. That's fucking great. <laughs> Even though Jan Venegor of Hesseling was uh, Dutch. And it was great because you had Jan Venegor of Hesseling up front with Pierre van Hoydonk. <laughs> I'm trying to picture him. Yeah, but, mm, I don't no, because he only played for Celtic. Jan van Hoydonk, uh, sorry, uh, Pierre van Hoydonk yeah. uh, played for, I think, Forest at some point. Ah, come on, I don't remember. It's much more interesting than this episode of Pod, which we'll get back to now. During the match, Vincent JR uh, putting over an incident in the Nation of Domination locker room. So after. Sonny's the there. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking causing problems again. Uh, Doc Hendricks is investigating backstage. Uh, he will forever be Doc Hendricks. Yep. He has never had a different name. Uh, sounds like someone is blowing up a beach ball back there. Having <laughs> 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 a great time back there. Uh, Farouk and the remaining black lads from the Nation of Domination head to the ring. Uh, D'Lo Brown and Clarence Mason leaving the foreigners the uh, what do they call them in Japan? Gaijins the Gaijins backstage uh, <laughs> it's fucking weird <laughs> Crush is so fucking high he does not know where the camera is <laughs> he's like the camera is my microphone right he's going like this yeah yeah I'll see you <laughs> like he's going a promo to the camera he's five inches to the right he's fucking well, no, the reason he did that was like you've got to get my penis drawn on my face side. <laughs> this is my penis I'm smoking <laughs> that's a race isn't it <laughs> <coughs> the rocks made a fucking living out of this <laughs> Jesus Christ mate so Farouk is back in the ring with Jim Ross. Uh, he says, I took Savio Vega out the fields. He was picking jalapeno peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Farouk. I mean, Vincent Mann didn't pay the Puerto Rican rest as well, so they had to have second jobs. Yeah, you've got to have some racism in there, right? Of course, but Farouk's not a racist. Oh, fucking A. He, he hates everyone equally. His justification for firing him is... As hot, as hot as jalapeno peppers is, Savio Vega, you're fired. He did his proper Alan Sugar. I would love to see Farouk do an episode of the, a, a series of The Apprentice with wrestling trainees. Fucking Tell you what, Bron Breaker, you had all the potential, <laughs> but then your uncle went and was a massive homophobe to Giselle Shaw. Fucking Sorry, man. with regret. Damn, you're fired. Is Bron Baker, Bron Breaker, that's his name, still yeah. getting booked? Yeah. Okay, so he's still on TV. Yeah. Because you can't blame the sins of the father on the kid. You know what no, I mean? No, not at all. Yeah, but like, I think people are too harsh about that. Yeah, for Bron Breaker. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, not definitely. about Rick. Fuck that guy. Who gives a shit? And then the Scott have been cunts their whole life. And then so the convention guy went, 
I've spoken to Rick. Yeah. He's coming back this year. <laughs> and then they went, no, he fucking isn't. Three days Got later. off again. Rick's not coming back <laughs> this year. Probably sensible. Uh, Crush stabbed me in my back. Take your place in the unemployment line. Cut to Crush going. Backstage. I'm not unemployed. I've got a WWE contract. Not for long, mate. Chronic. Farouk even fired the other lad in the ring. And only D'Lo and Clarence left. It's just some random like uh, B-movie character or something behind him. Uh, And then he basically teases that he's going to fire D'Lo as well, but ends up firing Clarence Mason. And so we're just left with a D'Lo being the sole survivor, you could say. Has he wrestled a match yet? Uh, No. He's done some spots in Farouk matches. And I think in Savio Vega and Crush matches. But like, no, no. If you didn't know he was D'Lo Brown, it would just been another extra. Yeah. But like, yeah. Obviously, it's going somewhere. We know where it's going. The ultimate fighting machine. Come yeah, on. Of course. Yeah, sure. Uh, Farouk Anon seems to be... Um, what have I put here? <laughs> oh, uh, Farouk Anon, the current formation of this stable, seems to be dying. So we may need to come up with a new nickname for Farouk. Anything strike you? Farookip. Farookip. <laughs> like, I just got it. That's really good. Thank you. We tried last week and we were like talking about Quality Street and stuff. Farukip is fucking <laughs> yeah. great. Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> Get out of my faction. Oh. Taking back my faction. <coughs> Farouk's got a Coots account. <laughs> a what? Have you not seen the stuff of Raj and his Coots account? No. Mate. Rishi or no Nigel Farage oh Farage yes I thought he said Rishi I didn't know what he said oh no no and his Coots account where it's been closed down Coots Coots is the uh, people I bank with oh okay (laughs) oh the posh kit card things (laughs) I know who you mean yeah Yeah, sure yeah 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 yeah. Uh, but he apparently originally they said he doesn't have enough money in his account anymore to maintain it so they offered him a NatWest account right okay and it turned out that it it was leaked to the BBC by the director and chairman of NatWest it was like yeah it's because of his political views yeah of course and now she's had to leave she's been invited out of the company how do we relate this to Farouk so we can use it as a gimmick (laughs) for the next few weeks because it was Farookip that's why he's kicking and that's why he's, he's got a coot account can't afford yeah, the he's still, he's still got his coot account nice. but because of his political views he's about to go and have to bank at I don't know Santander we'll workshop it the taker and Ahmed will be the first victims of the new Farukip <laughs> group yeah. that's coming through I like this I'm going to lose great. to Al Murray in an election fucking A uh, a recap of Pillman and Austin uh, brawling last week or whatever. Austin Pillmanizing Pillman's ankle. Nice turn yeah. of pace. Yeah, nice. good stuff. Uh, Mero putting Sable in her place backstage before she comes out to do the I'm sliding up this t-shirt gimmick. Bitches need to be told they're bitches. <laughs> I was going to go down that route as well. <laughs> good shit. Uh, come back from ads. Paul Heyman and Tommy Dreamer. You heard me right. Uh, entering through the crowd. Shitty. Hello, Indigo. Lillyman <laughs> dickheads. <laughs> turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. Oh, that's great. Fuck me. I've literally put insert a shield joke here because I couldn't think of the <laughs> acronym. So I just randomly said some shit. Except Tommy Dream wasn't in riot gear. That's just his bitch tits. Yeah, fucking A. <laughs> this is so weird. So the match is Doug Furness and Phil LaFont. No entrance, no music, no nothing. Come out to wrestle the headbangers and Washington Thrasher, right? Uh, it's fucking terrible. ECW chance. The uh, furnace and all the fun wash up, work over Mosh and or Thrasher. The crowd are absolutely fucking silent. But we get to the finish. Let's just get to it. Yeah. Okay. 
Thrasher has a lad pinned. Furnace and Orlophon dive off the top rope, land on their toes. Thrasher remembers he was meant to move out the way. <laughs> Thrasher moves out the way. Furnace and Orlophon then complete their dive after landing on their toes. Suspended motion. <laughs> falling on their fucking front onto nothing. Kind of prat falling like it's very Charlie oh, no. Chaplin. Furnace or the font did this going, I'm not bumping in that ring. Dump. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally two, three motions. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's how you practice like gauging your frog splash. Yeah. I'm going to jump this far. <laughs> or oh, it, it's a Panama sunrise. Oh, right. Yeah, sure. Boom. It's very similar to Paradise Sunrise, <laughs> yeah. but it means that he gets pinned straight away. Yeah. Logic. Brexit. I, I like Furnace and Lafon, but like, I think I've had enough now. On but they're one. on their way out now, aren't they? They're off to EC Dub, aren't they? Hopefully, Hopefully. because like, it's just a waste of time every time they're on the show. They're so good in all Japan. Yeah, yeah. JR. Yeah. yeah. Not they're trying here, to though. become Dickie Heels now, but it's not working. Yeah, they don't work the crowd once this whole match. They don't turn and go, we're the good guys or we're the bad guys at any moment. It's so like, far, other than mankind there's been no definitive face on this show that's a fair point maybe lod i'm not even mankind's meant to be a face really yeah. ahmed is meant to be a face but no one likes him because he's a prick there's a problem yeah sure maybe lod because they got obviously yeah. red warrior the, the, yeah the, the second they come out the crowd is joining lod yeah because but other than that Rose. there is no yeah. clear baby face sunny not legit but like in terms of the fans sunny and sable yeah, but Sable's not come out yet. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not going to do it because oh, yeah. we talked about her already. Yeah. But like, yeah. She's slightly up a t-shirt. We get it. Uh, one, two, three. Cuts Paulie and Dreamer can we, looking... Can we, can we put that on them some of our much? Just slightly up a t-shirt. World Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Just a pair of tits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Tits McGee. Uh, one, two, three. Off that horrific finish. They immediately cut to Paulie and Dreamer looking in the crowd. And they're just going, fucking losers. <laughs> TNN are paying them this money. Fuck yeah. me. Why have we lost our TV deal? Oh, no, they've, got, they've not got TV yet, have they? Sorry. Uh, 97. No, they're, they're about to. Because they've got hardcore TV and that's it at the moment. Yeah, they've got... Oh, did they go a year or two on TNT or TNN yeah. or whatever it was? Yes, yeah, TNN. I don't remember how long it was. Yeah. But yeah. We're nearly there. Uh, Lawler backstage promo with Mr. Monday Night Rob Van Dam. Uh, Lawler shits on Heyman. <laughs> so did Sonny. My, my foot squeaked just doing the <laughs> before I got a chance to do yeah. it. Uh, he shits on Dreamer, shits on ECW. I did hear you, Sonny Jake. It was very funny. Uh, Lawler is going to bring a young Rob Van Dam to the ring. Well, it's not like he's going to bring an appropriately aged Rob Van Dam to the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Where's Molina's? Not Molina. Move, move on. We've got two of those, don't we? Something <laughs> like that. Uh, last week recap Austin breaking into Pillman's house. They don't show Pillman's got a gun uh, from like previous, previous yeah. times. But they're, they're building up Austin and Pillman throughout the show. Yeah, we need to get ready for Stampede. Austin's a solid face. He's kind of in there. Yeah, but he's not exactly a top like white meat baby face. Hello, no. I broke into your house. No, exactly. Yeah. Once but, I, but there's no once there's a guy with a gun. Really. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess you could have booked the baby Where's face. Where's the rock on this how. show? Yeah, he's not on the show at all. Yeah. He wasn't on the King of the Ring either. Die, Rocky, die. Well, the Rocky, the Yeah, no, not a single crowd is trying to die, Rocky, die, just to clarify. No, not no. at all. The whole story's bullshit that they tell over and over again. We've talked about it before, but yeah. Second hour, Ahmed kicks a bin. <laughs> Too much time and not enough scotch. Well, I uh, got my dong in your eye. Pyro. <laughs> Glass smash. Tag team champion, question mark. Austin <laughs> swaggers out to the ring. So it's Austin and Sean, we think. Our tag champs. 
Okay, but Sean's not here, so it's hard to remember. Belts get vacated next week. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, God. Oh, because... Oh, we'll get to it. Uh, uh, Austin has a chat with Vinnie Mac. Again, where this relationship goes. It's brilliant seeing that they don't like each other as soon as they get in the ring. Made you millions and millions and millions. I've made your company. Fuck I've you saved your company going bankrupt. Absolutely. We're competing against Dreamer versus Raven and Hogan Rodman. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, fucking hell. It's weird how... Who was winning? WCW was still winning still, at this point. Yeah, because it was only when Foley won the belt. Yeah, sure. No, the first the first night Raw wins is Austin Vince. But it goes back yes. and forth. It's yeah. then when, Austin, when Foley wins the belt that Nitro never won again after that's that. That's it, yeah. That's the story. I just watched a documentary about it, hence that's the only reason nice. I Did I? My All brain's right. weird. I don't know. How it works All right, sometimes. gold dust. <laughs> What's the finish? <laughs> I'm going to land on my toes. You're going to roll out the way. I'm going to land on my tag partner. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's, the, what's the name of our promotion? I've forgotten already. <laughs> Premier, Premier in Live. There you go. Like, Travel Logs Live. Travel Logs Live. <laughs> we can't afford a Premier in. <laughs> Every finish. Land on your toes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> off, off the bed, soft landing, splash to not upset the downstairs neighbours. Fucking hell, I love it. Uh, Austin gave Pillman a swirly last week, stuck his head in the toilet. Austin keeps uh, saying that he's going to beat Pillman one, two, three, then take his raspy ass carcass backstage and finish up with him. That's mean about Pillman's voice. That was our, That's crossed the line. He's androgynous. Uh, Austin throws his name in the hat for the Canadian Stampede 10 man uh, Austin is going so to Sonny. <laughs> Austin is going to stampede the Heart Foundation's asses so did Sonny all by himself so did Sonny uh, Austin is going to beat up Stu and Helen too so did Sonny <laughs> this is not the best Austin no this she foreshadowed to be up to old people. He's a, as you said, he's the baby face. <laughs> Fucking weird. Yeah, I don't know. Just skip on. Yeah, skip yeah, on. Cool. Rob Van Dam makes his entrance to the ECW. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Rob Van Dam. I wish, but no. The it's whole the effing show. It's the ECW music. Yeah, yeah. not. It's weird. In fairness, like one of a kind was a really good theme song for our video. Yeah, like, sure. Uh, Dreamer and Heyman tried to get involved, but the officials put an end to that. Uh, which used to the match of Flash Funk versus Rob Van Dam. Flash Funk. Still not got a win. <laughs> His gimmick is dead in the water at this point. Brilliant ring boots, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I love him. Yeah. Crowd, do not give a fuck. Racist. Yeah, fucking A. He just wants to have a funky good time. He's not even talking about race. And years later, they went, you know who's going to take this gimmick and run with it? Brodus Clay. <laughs> Sorry, this? future NWA heavyweight, world's heavyweight champion, Tyrus Brodus Clay. There's, there's a bit where they're talking about a Promax award-winning WWE ad thing they did. Yeah. And like, it's, it, the finish is Goldust touching Triple H's bum, which causes Triple H to shove Vader and everyone has a fight. But he's androgynous. That's why they take Promax. Yeah, sure. What is Promax? No idea. Prozac? <laughs> Let's go with it. ECW uh, footage being broadcast on Raw is really funny. 
they show the uh lawler appearing at ecw arena the riot and all that sort of stuff yeah. if you know you know if you don't you don't it's fine the riot though was incredible yeah when they're, they're cornering off the heat. ring and there's yeah. this guy is coming out from the back trying to get to lawler and there's all these wrestlers fighting him off because he's like mr monday night and yeah. you know, all the heels basically protecting lawler it's such a great moment but yeah that, that was this week which is fucking awesome we should just be watching ECW, really. Be much better. I mean, some of it might be shit. Oh yeah, so, of course. Yeah, it wouldn't be as funny. No, no, there's no one androgynous in ECW. <laughs> Did you say AEW. <laughs> there's no one androgynous in AEW. Oh no, Sunny Kiss. Oh well, is, are they really in AEW anymore? Because they've been on TV in fucking generations. It feels like. I think they were last seen on Dark Elevation, which again, another racist show. As yeah. opposed to Elevation. Fucking a. Yeah, sure. Never thought about it like that. It's soon as they called it dark and then put all the black people on it. It's pretty <laughs> fucked up, you know? Like, it's not okay. Uh, Lawler on commentary. He's got a sore throat, much like myself. Blaze the mandible claw from mankind. Legit. That makes sense. Selling selling the selling the story. I like exactly. it. The Lawler match... this time when he cared about stories was quite good before yeah. he cared about kids. Absolutely. Yeah, fucking A. Yeah, good adjust. Uh, the match team, Rob Van Dam and Flash Funk is exactly what you expected to be. Spots in it. Yeah. It's really fun. Best match on the night, yeah. Still crab, yeah. But, but it's, it's best match of the night, yeah. Sure, it's it's like a two cornflake classic. It, it's big guys doing house flips. show dives, but yeah. occasional flips and things, not really hitting very much. And then, you know, signing the crowd, <laughs> signing the crowd says Lawler's a girl, and I'm like, nearly missing a few words, like, <laughs> you know, groomed and assaulted. <laughs> Uh, split leg moonsault. Like, can I beat a dead horse this often? Split leg moonsault, Sunny. <laughs> We're just going ham tonight. We just going. Yeah, fine. Why not? Uh, split leg moonsault, Sunny, by Rob Van Dam for the one, two, three. Yeah. But the post-match bit's the funniest bit. Do you remember what happened? You watched it so long ago. I can go over if you want yeah, to. Yeah, go over. I'll get my notes up. So post-match, Lawler and, uh, sorry, uh, Lawler hops in the ring and is celebrating Rob Van Dam. But then Heyman tries to get to Lawler. And then Lawler realizes, I'm a wrestler. And beats the shit out of Paul Heyman <laughs> on the floor. Yeah. Doesn't let him get a spine. Uh, Dreamer jumps in, tries to go for Rob Van Dam. But basically, it's just Heyman doing the pull-apart spot with Lawler. But every time Heyman gets to him, Lawler just beats the shit out of him on the floor. It's like, I'm not selling for you. Working smart, Heyman. not hard. Yeah, it really is. But you can see what they're going for. They're just trying to build, build attention and such. But it works it is, because... It's very nicely done. Yeah. Biggest pop of the night. The yeah, crowd went huge. went huge for this. Yeah, Vince even dropped well, that's what, that's Unbelievable! What, that's what I wrote in my notes. Like, Vince McMahon on commentary, unbelievable. Crowd give a shit all of a sudden. Yeah, absolutely. Leading into our non-title match, I wonder who's going to win of the Intercontinental Champion Owen Hart with Jim Neidhart versus Psycho Sid. This is a four-minute classic. <laughs> <laughs> so Ken Shamrock out for guest commentary. Um, search generic in the stock library music for his music at this point. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's not great. But wasn't his like wasn't his music when it went live anyway? It was like just the sound of, like clanging hammers to start with, like. I don't remember. Did they do the Mike Tyson thing? Because that's what Don Callis comes out to, you know, the drone kind of thing. Did, that's great, but Callis, no, oh, no, that's so good. Yeah, I think Ken Shamrock was like um, some kind of like clanging or bell ringing yeah. with like generic uh, uh, Jim Johnson going. I'm going to play this riff. That'll do. Nice. I remember the. That's it. Yeah. Is that the music yeah. I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah. I love Shamrock's theme.
Uh, it's Sid of Faces, Sid of Hill. He's a tweener. <laughs> he comes out. There's a kid that has Sid is God written on his stomach. Sid's going to be like, yeah, this is me. He's put me over. I know that name. <laughs> he gets in the ring and the crowd's going, Sid, 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 Sid. Like he's fucking over. Yeah. Top baby face. It's meant to be a fucking heel, but whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Owen jumps Sid. Uh, Vince Chang to uh, Ken Shamrock about how Shamrock doesn't like the Heart Foundation's behavior. Bulldog earlier, etc., etc. Yeah. Vince uses this to drop a some very unprofessional behavior from Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels backstage earlier this evening. Is this where we do it? We've only got a few more bits of the show left. Okay, so we'll, we'll carry on. But, th- but this was the only mention on this show of Brett and Sean. Yeah. But what I will say is acknowledging a real life scenario on WWF TV. We actually did a start at WrestleMania 14. Fuck did it. If you were even any doubt it hadn't already started, real life scenario mentioned on live TV. This was live one. This wasn't pre-taped, was it? This is live. Yeah. Yeah. Because Absolutely. obviously they would have been able to do a better show if Brett and Sean had actually not fucked off. That's the thing, yeah. Because obviously you lose Brett and Sean last minute. And then like, so so the way Brett talks about this moment where Vince uh, mentions this is that he's like, oh, Vince said we weren't going to mention it. Go home, take the night off, et cetera, et cetera. But then Vince exploited it to try and make money. And I'm like, is he? Or is he just like, you know, just putting it out there. And then he's talking about the 0900 number that you can call to get the scoop of what happened backstage. And then, like, I've watched the little, like, documentary things on YouTube about people talking. That's how Dave Meltzer got the news. Yeah. I was like, that seems like a weird route for Meltzer to get the news, considering, like, you know, everyone in the industry just calls him and tells him stuff. Yeah. And that number's expensive. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. Was it 32 pounds a minute we worked out with inflation yeah. or something? Ah, whatever. It's crazy. Uh, Shamrock bitches. Same for a cameo of Sonny. <laughs> probably is nowadays you know well if you can do it from inside yeah you can sneak mobiles in prisons it's fine uh, she normally puts it inside <laughs> that's where I was going <laughs> uh, Shamrock bitches and snitches about Andrew <laughs> Andrew helping because uh, I'm obviously foundation so he's a bitch yeah. and a snitch about Anvil helping Owen to get uh, out against evil Sid uh, Kenny assaults Anvil what a dickhead uh, Sid chokeslams Owen because Owen ain't taking that fucking powerbomb. One, two, <laughs> three, and the winner is Sid, as you might expect. Well, he did lose the pinfall at King of the Ring. Sure. So it's only fair. Yeah. It's, it's what it is. Owen's amazing. His selling's great. Another He's- person who got an average... I mean, again, it's only a four-minute clash, but he got a passable match out of Sid with the yeah. whole purpose of Ken Shamrock obviously becoming one of the five for Stampede based yep. on the commentary. Absolutely, yeah. Do you want to talk about the next bit? So, let me zoom into my notes. It's the Foley segment. Oh, so this is the fourth clip. So, we get a couple of ECW clips from Mankind. Yeah. And every time he locks in the mandible claw, he pretends the victim is Vince McMahon and asks why Vince didn't take him when he was younger. When he was good. Like, oh, he was good once. Oh, it's so beautiful. And he doesn't like Shawn Michaels because he got the boyhood dream treatment that Foley didn't. He got his, you know, I'm a freak gimmick. He never do a diagnose of multiple personality disorder and doesn't believe in the doctors. If there was something wrong in his mind, he thinks he would know. JR at this stage brings up the possibility that mankind's problems are his own fault. Oh, JR, what have you done? Watching Foley deteriorate and get angry as this happens. Yeah, and JR's basically going, you need to accept responsibility for your actions and Foley getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And that's when Foley goes nuts. 
locks in the mandible claw on JR. And then afterwards she goes, we need, we need help. We need help. And then mankind runs off and JR's just yeah. left there, left for dead. It's so brutal. Like, the With JR going, incredible. Bah, 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 retching away. JR's selling wasn't so great. <laughs> but yeah. Mick, is great. Well, Mick is punching himself in the face yeah. with Rob. full force as yeah. he's doing this storytelling. It's, it's terrifying. He's brilliant at his job. But again, hello, I'm wrestling Triple H. I'm a face. Yeah. I've just killed beloved commentator, Jim Ross. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. But we are playing off the kind of schizophrenic three faces of Foley. He wants to be a baby face. He cares about JR. Once he realizes what I want done, the boyhood dream. I want yeah, this. Exactly. It's like it's all very logical and very smart and very well put together. Which is really unheard of at this time in WWE. Absolutely. Because, you know, soon we get Rockabilly. Yeah. Fucking A. Foley's pig squeal. it's so intense it's crazy Uh, yeah really really incredible I love that that Foley goes from calling him JR when he's getting angry and punching himself as soon as he realizes that he's hurt JR and what he's done he's like oh Jimmy Jimmy, oh Jimmy Jimmy we need help over here Jimmy it's amazing storytelling Uh, best storyteller Foley beautiful yeah Uh, so yeah the smoking guns implode. <laughs> it's Bar Gun versus Rockabilly with the Honky Tonk Man. He's um, a Honky Tonk Man. <coughs> it's sad not seeing a cap gun in sight. I'm going to be honest, man. That's right. Bullet Club Gold bringing him back. <laughs> Fucking A. Can you imagine they come out and through the actual intro? Come out with the smoking guns at Wembley. That'd be hilarious. Fucking yes. It'd be so good. Uh, clotheslines and punches in it. Hoss wrestling. No, <laughs> I'm more into spotches and botches, but spots and botches. Uh, but like you know, each to their own. Skip to the end. Bill delivers a swing and net breaker. One, two, three. Winner, Rocky Billy. He's got a gimmick, and Bart Gun's on his way to the brawl for all in a couple of years' time. Fucking a. Uh, which hot- is really bad when you think about it. Well, it means we're a year and a half away from Mania 15. So Bart Gun's just sitting there spinning his wheels. Yeah. Until we start the brawl for all. Fuck. Well, I guess we'll see in the next few weeks whether he does anything. I doubt, doubt, it. doubt it. Yeah, sure. A half Foundation prepping Pillman backstage. It's brilliant. They assault a camera op who catches them. Yeah. Great, logical. Like, this is what the heel group would do if you walked up to them as they were planning what they were going to do. As opposed on. to on Dynamite this week, Jericho. Yeah, we'll have a chat. Come in, cameraman. Yeah, fucking We hate. don't want them hearing our business. Uh-huh. It's time for your of <laughs> the evening. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Brian Pillman, or is it? The Hart Foundation, Pearl Harbor Austin on the ramp. Uh, Foley out to help Austin. Really weird. Mankind jumps in the ring. And for some reason, it's time for your main event of Mankind versus Brian Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman, yeah. What? I had no idea why this changed. It's like, eat your heart out, Eric Bischoff. You think you can book a logical story? Look what we can do. I've injured Austin, but I'm going to take one for the team. And I'm going to wrestle Brian Pillman in the main event. Madness. Yeah. No fucking logical sense to any of this. But yeah, this Mankind is... versus Brian Pillman. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. It's a shame. It's terrible. Yeah. Like they beat the fuck out of each other and it's, it's kind of unpleasant to watch at times, which is good for us, I guess. It's but... internal ring walk and brawl. Yeah. It's it's really horrifically brutal. There's like a side suplex from Pillman onto the steel, dropping Foley right on his head on the entrance ramp. Uh, stiff brawling on the outside, stiff slaps in the ring, hair pulling, grabbing at each other's faces and eyes and mouth and stuff like that. But th- this brutal. was clearly to go like, we need to make Pillman look vicious. We need yeah. to look like, like scrappy. Yeah. And it did the job because he yeah. said at times this was uncomfortable. Yeah, sure. And it, it's... There's obviously a panic of we haven't got Brett and Sean. We're going to do something to build to it or yeah. whatever. Or to 
de-escalate from what was going to be the match of King of the Ring or something, you know, that didn't happen, obviously. Um, but like, yeah, this is a mess, to say the least. I do like at this stage, you were like Mick Foley dotting around the main event. Ken Shamrock's about to become a big name player. Yeah. And then they make up 50% of the union. Yeah. Union! I remember being really excited when they all stood on the stage. It's like, oh, finally, we've got something to battle the corporation. They're two by fours. Yeah, sure. Jim Duggan called. Yeah. (laughs) More gimmick. (laughs) Uh, Pillman just straight punts Foley in the balls right in front of Baby Earl. He does absolutely nothing about it. Just like Sonny. Yeah, fuck (laughs) it. I don't think <laughs> double arm DDT by Foley mandible claw locked in and in full WCW Nitro style welcome hey hey the <laughs> foundation run out for the DQ finish uh, yeah it's, it's Nitro isn't it shit show hmm? for reasons potentially beyond their control Mick Foley clear highlight of this whole thing with his yeah. promo his promo with so he's feuding with Triple H but he also doesn't have Triple H come out and fight at the end. Logic. Yeah, weird. You, you were half expecting me to say Triple H, I kind of noticed as I was saying it when it yeah. was Pillman. Yeah, because that was, that, was, that was the logic of, oh, wait, that would have made sense. Yeah, we've had <laughs> Pillman Austin Brawl. We'll have our predetermined match of the, yeah. will you wrestle him again? Vincent Mann going, oh, Triple H, will you wrestle him again? Sure. Well, obviously I will. We've got like six but years. What a bitch move on Austin's front. Yeah. To get a bit beat up by the foundation again. But like they're just hobbled to the back, like rather than having the match and letting Mick do your match for you. Yeah. It's not very Austin pussy hero baby. Fucking pussy. Yeah, sure. Really weird booking. But as we said, that's not what we're really here for in this no. series. We're here for the unprofessional behavior. So wait, wait, hang on. Just to finish the match. Uh just finish the, the the episode, sorry. Uh Shamrock and Austin end up in the middle of the ring. Stunner, 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 as you might expect. JR on commentary just goes, oh no. That's <laughs> <laughs> the end of the show. It's really weird. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um but um, overall go on. uh two conflicts. Yeah, it's 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 two there's a couple of funny moments, but really it's 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 not a good episode. No. Who gives a fuck? That's not what it's about. But it's about this. The unprofessional behavior ahead of Monday night. So, do you want me just to start running through quotes Go for and it. stuff? Yeah. Okay. Because for those, because in, until we got to doing this pod, yeah. I didn't know there was a, this incident okay. that happened. I knew there were sunny days, yeah. but I didn't know. Okay. That's th- a good place to start. What did you know about the backstage brawl between Brett and Sean? Because that's what happened. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely so nothing. So I, I knew there was wow. a sunny days. There was the injury leading up to King of the Ring, yeah. then Brett unable to compete, and then it's the push on to Canadian Stampede. Okay. This element of it, I had no idea. Wondered why the following week the tag belts have been dropped, because obviously Sean's not coming back. Sure. So, you've got to think of the context of a lot of this stuff, and there's a few things kind of that I learned kind of doing the research for these bits and bobs. So I think the best place to start is with a man we're meant to hate, but as I texted you earlier, he is the very best talker in the history of professional wrestling. James E. Cornette. Fucking A. So on Kayfabe commentaries the Jim Cornette, he gets asked about this fight. And he describes it as he ran into the Brooklyn Brawler backstage. Careless. Brooklyn Brawler, Steve Lombardi, goes, holy shit, Brett and Sean just got in a fight. <laughs> I'm doing this in Cornette's voice because that's who's telling the story. Uh, Lawler is in the stall taking a poopy. With his jocks down by his ankles, as it's put. One of the Sonny was there. <laughs> Brett and Sean are there, right? In the toilet. 
having poos as well. Yeah, well, they say it's like uh, stalling in a locker room is how it's described. Oh, that'd so, be awkward. Yeah, I was thinking, like, how weird would that be? Like, you know, you've got your teammates or whatever. Because you think about it, it's going to be like a, a Hartford Civic Center. That's got to be where some ice hockey team plays yeah. or something, you know? And so apparently there is a toilet in the changing <laughs> In the away room. dressing room, one yeah. can, and that's it. <laughs> but from the way it's been talked about, we'll get to it. There seems to be separate kind of dressing rooms and separate areas of things going on. Yeah. But the story goes, I'll just read what, um, uh, Cornette said verbatim in his interview essentially one of them said something to the other one probably Sean <laughs> <laughs> he spoke first usually uh, the best line Cornette has is history is not recorded whether the king wiped first <laughs> <laughs> fucking great <laughs> Cornette's so good man uh, Cornette tried to sorry King tried to separate Sean and Brett after getting <laughs> with up his off pants the around his ankles, that's how Dick it's flailing around. That's how it's depicted by Cornet. <laughs> Cornet went to Vince. Remember, Cornet wasn't there. This is secondhand from yeah. Steve Lombardi through Cornet. Uh, Cornet went to Vince and told him, "Brett and Sean just had a shoot in the pooper." <laughs> It's really funny. <laughs> the door bursts open and uh, here comes Michaels cutting a promo to Vince. Has a handful of his own hair that Brett's pulled out. Cornette doesn't remember exactly, but has def- definitely heard the words, it's an unsafe for me to work here. <laughs> uh, come out of Sean's mouth. Sean walks out. Vince gets up to follow him. Cornette infamously took the chunk of hair home with him and like put it in a bag and kept it as a momentum. Yes, Cornette. Uh, and the story goes that Cornette's ex-wife got it in the divorce. <laughs> Which is even funnier. He has no idea where it is. But somewhere there is a bag of Shawn Michaels hair. I think from that's this hilarious. Fight. It's great. All right, James, all I want is that boy's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Has like a At that point, wrestling. King went, there's hair on the boy. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> My aim of this podcast oh. is to always try and kill you. You bastard. <laughs> oh, one got me. Well, you know, so did Sonny. Let's move on. <laughs> so, um, a shout out to Wrestling Bios, who collected all the excerpts and the quotes from Sean and Brett's books which are really where the first-hand information comes mm. from. So Cornette's is the most entertaining version of the story. One of these sources is trusted. One of these is Shawn Michaels. Indeed, sir. So um, it's, it's quotes from their books and also the Rivalries interview they did on WWE Network. Yeah, which is great. It was a really, great really dog. Good. Well worth the watch. Again, go, go watch Wrestling Bios on YouTube. Give them a sub. They're fucking amazing. Really love their work. Really, really good. In the build, uh, both agree to shoot on each other in post promos after sorry in promos post WrestleMania 12 so the idea is like you know when they're coming out and he's calling him the boy toy and he's being like yeah you tell people what to do and we leave, need to live free and all this sort of stuff like you know I'm the tattooed idiot you're the stuck up Canadian fella or whatever that apparently all great between the two of them yeah they literally told each other they we're gonna shoot um, sh- um they were gonna literally work the boys in the back uh, even Vince like a lot of the stuff that we've been questioning, whether it was shoot or not shoot or whatever, apparently they were fine with each other. I imagine there was some tension yeah, because of what we know about the two guys and what we've watched firsthand and everything else. But really, the issue starts to become when Sean took issue with Brett going long on that episode where he's in the wheelchair. Yeah. So Sean says literally just straight up, um, uh, by the way, it was a legit knee injury. From Sean, he had from Brett, he had actual surgery on his knee. Um, well, Sean doesn't 
agree that Brett had surgery on his knee, but, you know, who knows at this point. Uh, Sean thought that Brett did it deliberately, went long. Brett claims that he just missed his cue and it was a big mistake. Because this was the super kick in the wheelchair, wasn't it? That That's was shown true. after Raw. Because Brett's cutting the promo, running down Sean. Sean's in his face. Brett was meant to stand up before the end of the show, get super kicked, and that would go off the air. Yeah. But Brett goes on and on and on about how much he fucking hates Sean. And that's the end of the, the, the show. Brett sees it as... I made a mistake. I fucked up. Don't worry. The replay will be shown on all these other shows. It'll be shown at King of the Ring. It will be shown on the Raw, whatever, yeah. like, you know, whatever. Don't worry about it. Um, Sean, we'll show you trying to run away really quickly, Sean, and get caught. And yet still managed to escape. Fucking A. Because that, that stuff I love. It's yeah. really great. Um, Sean sees it as revenge for what he believes is in... in What's it the word I'm looking for? Indigression? Is that the word? Indiscretion. Indiscretion at WrestleMania 13, mm-hmm. where Sean won't wrestle Brett because he's injured, but then somehow manages to, like, you know, be there and do things and work and jump around and all this amazing stuff. Well, you know, it's amazing what um, muscle tape does for you. Fix yeah. that knee injury. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, Sean says this is what caused him to say the sunny day slogan. Oh, interesting. So Sean's logic is Brett went long on a raw. So I didn't get my shit in. So I'm going to ruin his whole life. Seems legit. Yeah, it's kind of scumbaggy. Get me a caterpillar cake. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A. And then Sunny happened. <coughs> but even that, but yeah, so already the tip for tat. Yeah. But it's not exactly a, you ran long and now my stuff has to be shown next week. It's like you said, I'm going to ruin your personal life and your marriage and your reputation. Yeah. You've got to remember that when Sean says the line, sunny days, Brett doesn't catch it. They have a segment later in the evening where they're kind of okay with each other. And like, you know, he's talking to Sean. Sean's there. They're fine. It's when he goes home (laughs) and Brett's stewing about it, trying to keep his real life situation intact. Brett says in his book, his son and his son's school pals came up to him and started asking him if he was shagging Sonny. And that's where he got pissed off. Rightly so. Fucking A. Brett and Sean are When scheduled- I was fucking Sonny, my <laughs> wife was furious. <laughs> was you on that um, pay to shag, whatever it was? Money well spent. Do you ever see those photos? No. You've never seen this. Uh, just just go to Google for me. Luckily, this isn't on the internet because I haven't got it on. I've really got it. Oh, no way. So there was a thing when Sonny uh, first had all that bullshit going on. Actually, she's blowing my nose. Give me one second. I mean, think of Sonny having any bullshit going on. It all seemed really clean cut. Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, where she was desperate for money and all that sort of shit. So you could basically pay to go have your photo taken of you and Sonny laying on a bed together. <laughs> amazing and these photos exist out there I think one of them was Ethan Page if I'm not correct not wrong <laughs> yeah I think it was Ethan Page or someone like yes. that I can't remember maybe I'm wrong I don't want to bury Ethan Page but yeah it was someone that's incredible could be like mm, an indie worker at some point but yeah those photos exist and they're the most cringy thing ever I always knew Van Wicked had it <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know some nerdy dude fully clothed with Sonny in front of him, like oh, laying, like spooning, <laughs> like you know, like a yellow nighty thing. Like it's it's really weird. Like out of shape letter Sonny, you know. Like not that that really matters, but you know what I mean. It's weird. Anyway, well, in fairness though, right? I was absolutely would still, but <laughs> take. 
I've always enjoyed this whole idea of people paying money to have stuff like that. Yeah. If if you can make money out of gullible people spending money for that experience, fuck me, go for it. Yeah, this is the whole concept of OnlyFans pages. Yep. If people want to pay you money and you're happy to show them your boobies, sure, take their money. Yeah. I love the OnlyFans girls and stuff where it's like, well, I'm just gonna like you know do like you know a topless photo or something in like two weeks it's like (laughs) (laughs) that for those dear listener uh, Rich suggested he likes eating curly whirlies or other chocolate bars love a curly whirly there's an armor joke there somewhere (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Jerry Laura in the can (laughs) (coughs) bloody hell Uh, (laughs) I'll get through the sentence in a second Brett and Sean are scheduled to have a match King of the Ring, but Brett calls it off. His knee isn't ready. Sean says in his book, I was in the dressing room and Brett, this is raw now. I was in the dressing room and Brett walked in to say, I just wanted to say, but Sean cut him off and said, don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you now. You haven't talked to me for three months. Wow. And then five minutes later, uh, this is still Sean. Five minutes later, I was turning around to get some gear out of my bag. I felt Brett push me in the back. Brett yells, what's your fucking problem? Sean turned around and yelled, you. Does that sound like big brave Sean Michaels to you? Definitely definitely not. Because Brett claims Sean turned up late to Raw. (laughs) That makes about sense. Yeah. Brett was looking for a fight. Because he was looking for a fight with Sean. Anvil tried to convince Brett not to. I need this job. I just got this job. Wow. How sad is that? Yeah. Like Anvil's like, no, nah, man, I've got to pay for my crack. <laughs> like, please, <laughs> like, don't do this. So Brett decided not to beat the shot. Sean. About 6 p.m. Brett, this is still Brett, Brett's book. Brett bumps into Sean. Sean goes, oh, sorry, Brett goes, hey, Sean. And Sean goes, fuck you. You haven't talked to me for over a fucking month. What makes you think I'm going to talk to you now? Brett went in to fight Sean, but Sean walked out, ran away. Past Crush, you saw the whole thing. He was lacing up his boots at the time, apparently. (laughs) I tried to find a quote from Crush. Couldn't find anything. Lacing up his boots close to that table and that mirror. Sure. Having a bit of gentle reflection. (laughs) Got to remember that, like uh, Crush, Davy, all these guys are kind of in Brett's camp in this as well, yeah. and so who really knows what their real? Well, that's because you know Brett's sensible. Brett's yeah. friends with Crush because Crush is boys with the Undertaker. Yeah. Be friends with the Undertaker, you're all good. Anti-click, you know. Yeah, but so far, I believe Brett more than I believe Sean. Yeah. And Sean pushed biased. me in the back and I was like, yeah, come on, Brett, let's fucking go. Yeah. As opposed to Sean Michaels, notoriously known for not being on time, turns up late. Yeah. Brett, polite, professional. Bumps Hello, into Sean. Him, just to say, I'm sure Brett didn't go, hey, Sean, like, it's all good. Sup, buddy. Fancy oh, Sean. <laughs> you know, it's probably how it went. Or even something like going, you, uh, you lost your watch. Or oh, a toy boy, you know. That the old that old classic, uh, the really annoying thing in an office where someone looks at their watch and goes, uh, oh, is my watch wrong? You're late. Oh, sure, sure. It's, yeah. Fucking hell. It's pretty scummy. But like, <laughs> yeah. I would do that just to mock someone. I do it regularly. <laughs> I'm going to say, that's fun. Yeah. They're late for meetings. I'm like, oh, um, <coughs> sorry, was I? <laughs> no. Oh, my, my other one is like, I'm sorry I'm late. No, you weren't. Like, I was late. Yeah, you were. 
<laughs> because I'm a cunt. You're a dad. <laughs> uh, Brett pretended to leave the locker room. Pretended to the leave night. the locker room. <laughs> yeah. Thinking Sean would immediately enter the second Brett left because Sean was avoiding Brett through the whole evening. Right? So Brett says, I walked into the interview room and cracked open the door just to peek back out, out to the, into the hall. Sean immediately strode past me into the dressing room. <laughs> Sean was fixing his boots when Brett pushed Sean in the face. Brett goes, you got something to say to me? And that's how it all kicked off. So those are the two like stories from each of them of how it kicked off. And mm. obviously you've got Cornette's version with Lawler as well. Which is the best. Yeah, definitely. Like out of the three, like I'm going with Cornette. So Cornette far. stole Shawn Michaels' hair and lost it during a divorce and Jerry Lawler was having a poo. Yeah, exactly. But it's, the, it's that brilliant thing of like the cliche of like, you know, there's your facts, my facts and the truth or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, it's you can see what's happened. Like if you, if you break down these, three stories and kind of like amalgamate them you kind of get a real idea of what happened Sonny was there <laughs> they were two zapping her <laughs> yeah, sure. then they crossed swords and then that was it they lost their shit we could put this into the ether like the real story see if we can get this quoted in like another wrestling bios thing or something you know when I was speaking to Shawn Michaels at an NXT taping he said we're to both me both fucking Sonny right <laughs> He said, we were two's up in. And I was going to say, which side of the spit roast did you want, Brett? Because I, you know, I thought he was going to be a gentleman about being Canadian. And he said, no, I want her ass. And I was like, well, I want the ass. And then Lawler was taking a dump. And then I was like, scat, that shit on her. And Brett was like, no, we're going to piss on her. And then I pulled his hair out. She pulled, he pulled my hair out. It was a kerfuffle. Fucking hell. Then we gave it to Cornet and dead in to eat it. And that's how the Montreal Screwjob <laughs> happens. <laughs> End of the series. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. But, but this is the thing, right? So there would obviously be, and there has been noted, all these big things that happen backstage. Yeah. But again... This is one of the first like smart wrestling fans, internet age, WWE using like their nine hundred numbers. Because yeah, Vince using it to actually promote yeah. the company and to Which get, again, like, yeah, smart, really. Showing yeah. why Brett didn't trust him. Mm -hmm. Because I won't use it, I won't mention it on TV. If these two guys are gonna be cunts to each other and cause mayhem to your show, you may as well use it to try and make some money. I mean, yeah, because you know? the TV show itself was trash. So at least you can yeah. make some money on the phone line. I don't blame Vince at this point for this, if I'm totally honest. Like, it's kind of Vince's fault for making it happen. He's played them off against each other for such a long time. He hasn't dealt with Sean as he should have been dealing with Sean. He's encouraged all the drugs and the drinking and everything else, you know? W wasn't there a quote? So obviously, like, the, the stuff that I looked at, well, so it's like, first of all, it's the unsafe work environment. Yeah. I'm going to go and work with my real friends. So Meltz and the Observer starts talking about basically agreeing with the two stories we've heard, three stories we've heard so far. Brett shouting about the family issues at Sean, Sean being a twat. Michael's got his hair pulled, a major bald spot on Sean's head. Brett aggravating his As opposed to, wait, are we talking now or back in 97? <laughs> no, no, in 97. Which I realize, I like. you know, shouldn't throw stones in glass houses based sure. on my inability to grow hair. But The thing that Meltz adds into this story is that Brett aggravates his knee in the brawl as well. Oh, okay. And so because of the post-surgery thing, like yeah. I think Sean's fighting Brett on one knee, one leg essentially, and everyone agrees that Brett got the better of Sean in the fight. One-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. That's probably where Austin got it from. Aha, I watched this brawl. 
I heard from Meltzer that this ha- this is how that line started because he saw Brett on one leg kick Sean's ass. No quicker way of getting over it in WWE be like, I heard from Meltzer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got a seven-star <laughs> podcast rating. Uh, Brett continues to say, Sean threw the first punch. He flicked a weak punch at me. <laughs> and you're like, ah, yes. What a way to shit on the, your adversary or whatever. Balancing awkwardly on my good leg, I popped Sean in the chin, rocked him. Like, this is where the egos start to come in a little bit, I think. Yeah. You know, you can imagine them down the pub be like, well, he threw this little punch at me. He started it, but I knocked him out. First punch, you know. He pulled out an iron bar, smacked around the face. Nothing. Felt fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, in it just. And then I went home and I took his wife out for a fish supper. <laughs> I fucking learned him. Then we both Sunny days, out. this bitch. <laughs> Then we both, both shook hands and went down to Upton Park and had a lovely time. <laughs> Jelly deals and all. Sean came at Brett after the punches. Uh, Brett grabbed Sean's hair and was pretending he was doing a hammer throw at the Olympics with Sean. <laughs> Fucking great line. A hysterical Pat Patterson, who has not been mentioned at all, made some, uh, made some cabbage. Yeah, fucking and frantic Lawler ran in and jumped on top of Brett. The new new Midnight Express, hysterical Pat and frantic Lawler. <laughs> imagine the lawsuits. Oh, that'd be amazing. With fucking Patterson and Lawler as attack. <laughs> fucking hell. Can you imagine? Uh, Pat and Lawler asked Crush and Bulldog to help get Brett off Sean, and they gave no fucks. They were like, no fucking way are we helping. Really funny. Uh, Brett says, as Sean's hair is falling out of his hands, don't fuck with me and my family, you little fucker. <laughs> it's almost fuck you, you cunt, you know? Oh, that'd be it's your catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said it loads during my wrestling days. Fuck you, you cunt. <laughs> you know. uh, on Sean's end of the actual fight, Brett threw the first punch <laughs> and Sean avoided it. He ducked out of the way. And I, he threw it and I, I ducked out of the way. And I'm a fucking ninja. <laughs> so funny, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brett and said that Brett Sean- Brett's like black belt in Taekwondo Taekwondo no he's a third Dan I use my chachitsu it's fucking great and, he, and, and uh, Brett who was nine foot five and seven hundred pounds <laughs> lightning bolt out of his ass. <laughs> fucking great him Ruddock Julian <laughs> Dix all in there at the same time oh it was emotional fucking emotional then Jan Vinegar of Esselink came along and we were like, ooh, ooh, you fucking long-named wanker. Uh, Brett double-legs Sean, according to Sean, not the other way around, as Brett says. Sean and Brett had each other in front face locks and Patterson and Bulldog separated the two. Rest not, hold. Yeah, not Patterson and Lawler. They've got different stories. Lawler's like, separated So stupid, man. Uh, Sean let go first, because obviously he's the better man. He's a good guy. Brett yanked a clump out of his, his hair and the fight was over. Brett says there was nothing but a scratch fight. Everyone agrees that Sean then marches into Vince's office to complain about an unsafe work environment. And this is where it gets into the really like Sean's a little bitch moment. Uh, Sean says that he's asked for his release and so he could jump to the NWO. Like straight up wants to go wrestle with his friends in WCW. Sean threatened to go to Boston that night when Nitro was on. 
Because remember, this is six o'clock before. Yeah. It's two, two, three hours before Raw's on TV. Same with Nitro. So we could have gone to Boston and been on Nitro that night. That would have been incredible. Can you imagine if he's still under contract? Because Vince is not releasing him. He's denying the release to Sean right there. Apparently, like, you know, Sean barges in the room. They have the shouting thing. And Vince just sits there like, what the fuck with Cornette in the room? And Sean leaves and Vince follows him to tell him, no, you're fucking not going anywhere. And like, that's where you're like, yeah. that's a boss. <laughs> taking control of a shitty employee finally after all these years but can you imagine so if it had gone down and sean turned up on nitro sean tried he they went down lawyers and everything really yeah so a bunch of lawyer bullshit between sean and vince it only lasted about three Clarence mason was there (laughs) (laughs) i've got you sean don't worry i've left this canon stuff (laughs) i'm not but no part of this through kip that's it. Fucking a. The last bit of it is uh, Vince sent Brett home that night. Just walked up to him, went, take the night off. Didn't didn't scold him, didn't tell him off, nothing. Knew what he was dealing with, just time to go yeah. take the night off. Really funny. Sean claims Brett's pay rise was the biggest cause of the issue between Brett and Sean. It's always about cash or hose. Yeah, money or hose, money and bitches, eh? Which then you know, just goes back to the classic schoolyard joke. How'd you make a hormone? Don't pay her. Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> ah, great stuff. Yeah, man. It's 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 one of those. It's not like a really important moment. Not as much as Sunny Days because Sunny Days really kicks off. Yeah, what happens because it's the first time that lit really the touch shoot. paper, didn't it? Let's be yeah. honest. I think the bit where Brett goes long the, the, the night before or the week before is a genuine mistake on Brett's part, and maybe he's being a bit of a twat and trying to go a bit long just to fuck with Sean. But like, that's not worthy of destroying your home relationship with your kids and your wife and stuff. No, but yeah, I I agree, and again, you. Team Brett all the way, yeah. trying to play the objective part. But even then, as you said, what value does it get? Because Sean's stuff would always be shown because it's a pivotal moment heading into King of the Ring. Yeah, of course, yeah. So of course we're going to show it. Yeah, but now you can see it from Sean's perspective of like he wouldn't wrestle me, you know, the King of the Ring. Like they've both done it to each other now. One all, so fucking childish. Which is great, isn't it? Yeah. There's um. Oh no, I'll, I'll save that. There's one other bit to this, but that happens pre-Montreal. So, Ooh, nice. Yeah, I'll try and remember it. Actually, I'm going to say it now just so I don't forget because it's important information about the that thing. Um, there's a moment where after this event, when Sean eventually comes back in a few weeks, which we will get to on the pod, where Sh- Brett goes up to Sean and basically goes, look, we don't like each other, but we're obviously going to have to wrestle each other for the belt at some point. Whatever it is, I'll put you over. Everything's yeah. cool. And Sean turned around to Brett and went, just so you know, I wouldn't do the same for you. <laughs> He's such a prick. And like, that's where we're going now. So it's going to be a real, real fun few weeks as we get literally chronological now into Montreal. Well, but that this is the thing. So we've now got like a, a similar to some people who take the occasional podcast gap. We've, we've got, we're jumping from June to August. So we're going straight to SummerSlam 97, which yeah. is heart, oh, well spelt. H-A-R-T yeah, and sure. Soul take a versus because Brett. Sean isn't on TV for a few weeks now and it kind of comes back but it has nothing to do with Brett yeah like, Vince just keeps them apart basically but just to tease it if you don't remember the event from SummerSlam 97 yeah. take a versus Brett with the special guest referee Sean Michaels I can't wait I'm glad we didn't watch King of the Ring but probably sensible so we can get to the room beef of this story now we're in the home stretch now we're at SummerSlam we're the last pay-per-view before 
Montreal. Obviously, yeah. we've got uh, in your house shit, but sure. the big four. But like we've just hit the boiling point. There's there's no going back now. Yeah, they've literally been fighting each other backstage, and even if it is a pushy pussy bullshit backstage hair pulling nonsense fight, the fact that like you know he's now got this problem with Vince, you never go back. <sighs> It's That's amazing. the thing. I, I've never thought this. Like, if you have a fight with someone, you will never go back f- to any form of normality. Sure. There'll be acceptance. Like sports teams, there's been the occasional ruck people have been involved with. I'm sure there's been locker rooms where people have been a bit unsavory of each other. Yeah. You do not go back sure. to how it was before. Fucking like, ain't man, you. <laughs> when my wife punched me in the face the other week, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> stay married for the kids but I'm done <laughs> sure I was thinking about you the, you, uh, you sensed the hostility when you came <laughs> in today. you know when Man United ended the Arsenal unbeaten run with Rooney and stuff mm. the shittiest refereeing performance I've ever seen in my life I mean you say shittiest refereeing I say accurate refereeing but you, you go on <laughs> talking about having fights and things are never the same I'm getting to my point stop distracting me uh, there's a famous pizza throwing incident yes you know about this? with Van Nisseroy and stuff like that yeah so the pizza throwing incident is they're arguing in the tunnel and then one of the Arsenal players no one knew who until relatively recently which I'll get to threw a p- slice of pizza and hit Alex Ferguson in the face <laughs> and that's what kicked off the brawl in the tunnel between the players uh, the other day like there was an interview but it was Fab- Freddie Jumberg Cesc Fabregas <laughs> pops off and goes yeah it was me <laughs> and I was like yes it's fucking great but then he went and played for Chelsea and ruined it all for everyone yeah the thing is that he went to play for Barca and then wanted to come back and Wenger went nah you betrayed me yeah and that's why he went to Chelsea so I can't hate the guy where's your social media couldn't give a shit anymore do we have any anymore at World Rest Pod my ex is <laughs> yeah I love, I, I, lo- I love I love Xing people yeah weird isn't it? I look forward to when people soon when Elon Musk gets his way to be able to buy our merch directly from X sure um, <laughs> I'll tell you what should we try and see if we can get like a short uh, username on threads I, I think doesn't it tie into our Instagram we don't have oh it does yeah Oh, I, don't know. I was going to do something fun, but it doesn't work. Should we try and sign up for an Instagram account? Can we get uh, Travel Lodge Live? I was thinking just like something like WWP or something really easy. <laughs> WWP. Should we try and do Travel Lodge Live? Well, no, because no one would follow us up and they're looking back. I've got a complaint about my stay. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Uh, how do I log out on my Instagram? There you go. Right. Log out. Okay. Uh, sign up. Uh, create a new account. There we go. Do you even remember the password for for World Wrestling Podcast? No, no. So we're not going <laughs> to. This might have to be something we do later. Uh, travel <laughs> lodge live. Can we get it? Oh, I spelled it wrong. Hold on. Tensions building. Give me I'm a drum roll. So excited. Drum roll. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> Create a password. <laughs> Should we not tell everyone on the pod what it is? No, that would be even more fun. <laughs> okay. No, uh, don't. <laughs> oh, um, the same one we've done previously. Fabregas Hearts Pizza. <laughs> uh, save login details. Today is our date of birth. We're zero years old. Not allowed to do that because that's really pedo. Um, <laughs> let's Law say, will follow. Uh, yeah. 1922. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> We're very old. Username Travel Lodge Live is accepted. Follow us on Instagram and thread to Travel Lodge Live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Uh, I think we'll end the pod there, shall we? Uh, awesome. Well, again, we'll see you next month, week, year for SummerSlam 97. We'll try and do it sooner than three months, eh? Awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> if we have to do it remotely, let's just start doing pods more. Yeah, definitely. That sounds good. I mean, awesome. it's summer holidays. We've got the kids to look after and shit, but this evening, they'll be asleep. Ah, tell people to bend off their jobs. We've got more important <laughs> things to do. Bye, everyone. That was awesome. I missed it greatly. The louder you guys are, the better the wrestlers will perform for you tonight. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. We're tough. We can take it, baby. You got to penetrate in the back, in the back, baby. Oh, I can see what you're talking. Wait just a minute. Yeah, yeah, another that, day. That, that is Money talk. Oh! And I don't pose too well for uh, girly books. This is bullshit. My name is Piss. Too much done and not enough done.